First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, Dobre Den, and welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, The Pod of the Everyman, episode 103. Next week is our big two-year anniversary episode, The Two Beers Podcast. I'm Jordan, here with Drew for another fun-filled banter week. Drew, what's up, brah? Oh, nothing, just... Watching, watching some Philly sports, which is sometimes you know it's just the epitome of highs and lows. It's like uh, uh it's like what do you call it? It's like uh, that show I was watching over the weekend that broke my brain, Dope Sick. Uh, where they were talking about oxycotton, less peaks, less peaks and peaks and valleys. It's like the opposite of Philly sports. It's all peaks and all valleys. There's nothing huh. in between. <laughs> Yeah, my mom watched that, and she was like, you know, I'll, I'll fit to be tied about it. And I, honestly, I try and stay away from like documentaries. I don't know why. Like, I feel like well, it wasn't a. Do- I mean, it's a, it's like a limited series about it. Like, there's like, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, and I mean, I shouldn't st- stray away from them, but I feel like whoever makes them has an agenda going in, and like, I just feel like I'm getting fed propaganda no matter what's going on, and so I'm just like. Nah, screw you. I, I I ain't gonna watch this. And it's like, nah, I should probably watch it at least and just like at least get the perspective of one person. I mean, it was pretty good. Like, I again, I, I you know, I, I don't know how I haven't done it. I've done a reading on it. It's so like I don't know how. Um, what was I gonna say? The like how much the, they, yeah. how much is true dramatized? Like I, I just right, I don't right, right. that I don't know. Uh, man, this shit breaks your brain to like see how much like corruption was going on with that stuff but anyway, we don't need to get into that here on the two on the two beers podcast <laughs> it just maybe it just maybe think of philly sports like peaks and valleys like jesus just like rock bottom here sometimes but oh speaking of peaks and valleys let's assume positions for the world famous two brew salute yes sir three two one Ooh, that was a good one brah the I nitro. Like, I like echoed. It's that the was... nitro. Um, I'm gonna have another one of these. I'm gonna have another one of these. Dawn of the Living Stout. This white stout from Full Pint Brewing. Sweet, so delicious. What do you got? Uh, I got me my Southern Tier Pumpkin Cold Brew Pumpkin Nitro Coffee. Beautiful. Look at us. Who would have thought we'd be drinking two stouts in one episode? Not me. <laughs> um, all right. Beer one. Let's let's go over some boxing. So, yeah, let's. Let's. You uh, you were in attendance. We were there. We were there. You, the ghost, and the ghost prom date. His brother, Colin. <laughs> yeah, man. Me and, me and the, uh, me and the Creage brothers were, uh. I think we got a new boxing fan out of the night, eh? We did, yeah. We were we were we were running things in the streets in Newark on uh on Friday night. We we already much. we already converted Goff, you know, back when the podcast started. Yep. And uh you know, now 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 his brother 
El Doctor. El we, Doctor, uh, yeah, he's we, he was there. He he's hooked now to the boxing game. So yep. we we converted another. Yeah. How uh, was the night? How'd you? It was how'd actually. You, how'd y'all do? Did you get some food before or after? Or anything? It was really cool. Yeah, we uh we just went to that like American whiskey. I don't even know if it's called American whiskey, but I'm gonna pretend it's called American whiskey. Uh, <laughs> American whiskey like bar pub right literally right across the street from the uh from the Rock. That's if you didn't pay attention or haven't paid attention. That's the uh the home of the Seton Hall University Pirates. Uh, the U where we went to school. So the basketball team plays there. So very familiar with the area. Uh, we were in there five minutes and uh, big baby Jared Anderson was just outside on his cell phone. I was like half stalking and creeping him, hoping he'd get off the phone so I could ask him for a picture. Um, so that was cool. And then the uh, the big uh, Asian-American heavyweight, what's his name again? Jing Zhang Zhang? Oh, he's not Asian-American. He's just, he's Chinese, brah. Oh, however that works. Big Bang Zhang. Yeah, Big Bang Zhang. Zhang or whatever. He he walked into the bar. He looked smaller than like I would have thought based really? on like TV, but um, I, I immediately knew who he was uh, when he walked in. So that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, got some got some food. Headed headed on inside. Seats are pretty good. Uh, ring level. Like, um, you know, we were two rows up from two or three rows up from like the floor, but it was like elevated, so. You know, it was it was basically it was, your eye level was just level with the ring. Yeah, which was pretty which was pretty good. Uh, the Creanch bros were throwing in some uh, throwing in some bets on the fights, which was fun. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, crowd was. I mean, it was a great crowd. Uh, I think they ended up being ten thousand. I think they said nine, ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, a little bit over ten thousand. It was. I mean, everybody was into it. Um, there were, I mean, there were some not. There were a couple couple stoppages in the prelims. Uh, our Everyone boy... said Shushu uh, Carrington looked really good. Yeah, he was all right. I I was I was hoping he was going to get a stoppage, but yeah, I went the distance. He, I guess he hurt his hand and he had to fight one handed. Is what I heard. Did they say that? That's what I heard I on mean, the I broadcast. Listening. No, see, I I missed it on the broadcast because Friday night, you know, I'm with the kids doing stuff. I um, I, I was listening to other podcasts and they said he hurt his hand and had to fight like basically like, uh, one handed okay. the second half. Oh, all right. Well, then I guess I I no, I'll, I'll give him some slack there, but. Uh yeah, they had merch, which I uh, I don't have to burn down Prudential Center, or I didn't have to, I should say, because they had a uh, fight T-shirt, uh, which was <laughs> which was nice. Uh, apparently, uh, people just designate bathrooms to smoke pot in, which was cool. <laughs> that was pretty awesome when I walked into one. After I I did like a I circled around the whole arena, looking for like separate merch tables, thinking maybe some of the undercards would have like stuff set up. Uh, they did not, so I walked in a bathroom to, you know, drain the old uh, the dragon, and literally there's about 17 dudes. Not one of them is going to the bathroom. They're all just, like, lighting a pot. I'm like, this is where we are in 2022, okay? Uh, yeah, then the two the two mains, uh, I mean, Keyshawn, uh, six professional fight. I, listen, I don't care. This dude he fought has been in 30, he was 25 and 5, I think. Like, he's fought in 30 professional fights. Like, he's not fighting four rounders against like you know guys that are four and three or stuff like that uh he looked sharp fifth round stoppage i you know this at such a young age he's like his killer instinct like when he's got somebody hurt is just awesome like he he's not screwing around he's like once i got you hurt you're you're done you're not coming i'm not giving you a chance to live to the next round i'm going in i'm will i'm willing to catch a punch to get you out of there uh which is you know 
when we get into the the actual main event is a little little bit of a contrast. But uh, I keep loving what I see what I see from Keyshawn. Uh, I don't know. People have talked about maybe Frank Martin. I don't know if that's a thing that'll happen here <laughs> anytime soon. But uh, yeah, like I, I, I love the kid. I think he's super talented. Um, yeah, yeah, he's fun. He's he's fun to watch, and we we've been following him. You know, he had one or two fights before the Olympics, and then you know he went to the Olympics, and and uh, you know we we've been watching him ever since ever all since. that, and. Um, Gosh, the businessman. We've seen him. Yeah, he said he's and he's like, he said exciting. Like like you watch some of these. I've cross- seen him in in person once. You've seen him in person twice now. Um, yeah, he just knows what he's doing in there. It's so yeah, like he's entertaining. He plays to the crowd. Like and like his fight. Like his fighting is. Uh, yeah, he's got a very he's got a very fun offensive um, style, and I don't think he gets hit. Like he'll get he'll get he'll get hit with pot. Like you know. He he's not gonna have this insane like plus minus that Shakur has, but like he doesn't really he hasn't been get, like he he's not getting hit like with these like dangerous flush shots. No, if he if he as he steps up competition, he's gonna need to you know keep the cell phone you know up kind of absorb some of those shots a little bit better. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, um, I agree. And and you know kind of maybe get his head off the line a little bit more, kind of dip and, and and whatnot, dodge somewhat, but. He, uh, you know, little little things to work on. You know, yeah. he's 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 taking some shots that, like you said, aren't aren't huge shots. But as he steps up the competition and, and faces some heavier hitters, you know, you don't want to be eating all of those. But um, you know, that's that's picking nits. Um, he he's the real deal. He's he's fun to watch. Yeah. Um, like I and I like I legitimately think you could put in him put him in there with, you know. The next, may, may, like may, may, maybe you can't put him in with a, Sha- you know, a Shakur or like a Loma or a Tank, like you know what I mean, like the top top of that division yet. But like, I, I think you could put him close. in there. Yeah. You could put him in there with Jojo Diaz, and he'll kick the shit out of Jojo Diaz. Like, yeah, yeah. I like. I think. I think. He, I think you could easily put him in with that level of the one thirty five division, uh, or the top level of like one thirty. He's knocking on the door of the top level. Yeah, like I don't think he needs, you know, one like he's he doesn't need he's not going to need twenty professional fights to and be ready bo- for. If boxing was like other sports, like you would just throw him in there against the top guys, but it's yeah. not really like other sports. You kind of like get get them ready and then throw them in there with the top yeah. guys. Uh, yeah, agreed. Um, uh, and then we and then we got to the main event. Uh, Shakur Stevenson, obviously the big. The big talk we covered on the pod last week was that he had missed weight. Uh, he came in one point six heavy. You know, um, you know, he, you know, he didn't he didn't make up excuses for it. He just said like his body wouldn't let him lose it. Uh, you know, he tried early in the morning for like four hours to lose it. So he said two hours wasn't going to make a difference after the fight. You know, I know Ken say or Ken was criticizing for that, being like, "Yeah, I was I was taking a hot bath to lose the two pounds I needed to lose." You were playing ping pong. And stuff like that. Um, yeah. So we definitely we were we were definitely down on the pod last week, just saying that we were just disappointed. Like, listen, are we gonna root for Shakur any less? No. Do we think he's not gonna be a star any less? No. But you know, it is it's your job, especially as the champion, to make weight to defend your titles. Um, and you know, he didn't do that. Or whatever it was, you know, it might have been some home some home cooking, and he wasn't as focused uh, on the weight cut. But 
it was what it was. So, but they they finally they they agreed on the price, um, the the purse split. I think I think I think Shakur ended up giving him an extra hundred thousand thousand, hundred or hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, like of that, his yeah. um, his of his purse. Yeah, yeah, to get the fight done, which. You know, and I mean, credit to Kenseiso. Kenseiso could have, he easily could have said, no, I'm not doing it. He would have gotten his full 200000 250 whatever he was getting paid before that. And he could have fought a much easier opponent for the vacated. Maybe, maybe he would have fought Valdez again, you know? Yeah. Uh, and now I had to fight Shakur, who, like, I, you know, I don't, I didn't think it would be that close. Like, I think, yeah, I think you had an A4. I was kind of more in the 10 2 range. Yeah. But... I, I thought I thought we were going to get more out of Kinsei Yeah. J- just to go back to Shakur real quick. Um, yeah, guys. Again, again, he said, you know, he, he made no excuses. And, um, you know, that basically, you know, they, they asked him, like, you know, are you embarrassed? Like, it's kind of embarrassing. He said, yeah, I'm embarrassed, like, for sure. Yeah. He's like, it's my job, you know, like, and he's like, he's like, look, there's no excuses. I know people make excuses. He he said, "Here's in the, it it was this line that kind of made me step back." But he was like, "Look, I I cut weight all the time." He's like, "When when you have urine and you're trying to pee it all out to lose more weight," he's like, "You know your urine's yellow because you're dehydrated." He said, "My urine was straight up orange this morning. <laughs> I I had nothing left in my body to drain." He's like, "It kind of scared me." And I knew I was, I was moving up in weight anyway. So I just decided, like, I'm not gonna hurt myself when my urine's already orange. To like, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe he's drinking some crush. No, I'm kidding. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I'll, I'll give him the pass. I mean, I, I don't want to say I give him the pass. I don't want. No, again, like listen, like, like I said, like I, th- I think what I said hits the be- I, on I the it. on the head. Like we're not like. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, you know, disowning secure. Like we don't think this is good. Like, he's not going to be a star, but like, yeah, it's, you know, you need to make weight. You got like, you got to make weight. So, yeah. All right. Know. So we'll, we'll, we'll move, we'll move on from it. We're not giving So the pass, fight itself, we'll like I, and it, I'm interested to get the different perspectives because like, it was exciting. Like I, I, we were pumped like while the fight was going on. Um, like Shakur was landing some really good shots. Like it looked like can say, so was landing more than apparently he was, uh, you know, I felt by, I felt by like the sixth round can say so look completely like gassed. Like, again, I, I don't know if that's, you know, it's him being, him being aggressive, but again, this is like the second, this is like his, you know, second of third fights where, you know, he looks like he is gaff gassed in the back half. Like he was with Valdez, Yeah, but yeah. that's like kind of where, where we were. Um, uh, it was obviously without the that that is the one bad thing when you're there like you don't really know what's going on so I had no idea that they I was texting you guys like the punch stats yeah and I was trying happening. to like just watch because I was trying to you know like with someone like Shakur like paying attention is like you know being in the zone had no idea they counted that a knockdown for Shakur when it looked like he clearly pushed him down uh, with with some of the holding like he he tried he basically like bulldozed can't say so to the ground multiple times which I guess they took a point away from him. In one of the rounds for that, uh, for he got yeah, a point took, deduction for basically like slamming Kenseiso to the mat or after during like a, a, a I thought lock it was up. a low blow, but whatever. Was yeah. it the low blow? That that was the other thing. Apparently, there were like <laughs> apparently occurred through like seventy plus low blows and <laughs> and barely got any warnings. Salito style. Who who said seventy plus? They they counted somebody somebody had like forty eight and then they did somebody did like a slow like a slow motion play by play and it was almost like in the seventies the amount of low blows that he threw. 
Yeah, you know what? I I thought most of those were like on or near the belt. Quite honestly, I thought there was like three that were egregious. Myself. I couldn't like again. I didn't even like it was hard because it's 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 so fast there and like just like the way they're moving, it was hard. Like I I didn't notice any low blows. Like the only I, thing I, I thought three to five were like more of the obvious low blows. Like okay. seventy some. I I thought those were like on the belt. Quite quite honestly, I I, I thought there was. And and I forget what round it was, but Conceição like dropped down and like acted like he got low blowed, and Kenny Bayless didn't. It was after the the point deduction, and Kenny Bayless did not take off for low blow again, and Kenny Bayless did not do a count, and Robinson Conceição was down for like twenty seconds, and Kenny Bayless just like looked at him and made him keep fighting and it was just like the strangest thing in the world uh, okay yeah i it was i because i remember texting i was like did they count that as a knockdown and uh not that one where where kenny bayless just stared at everybody and can say sal just like stay down for like 20 seconds yeah it was they, weird they, it, it was very weird um multiple times we looked at each other and thought that shakur was going to get him out of there i know kyle Big Kyle, he he bet on the stoppage, so we were we were we were cheering for the stoppage there, uh, and what was it round eight eight or nine? Where I thought it, I thought I thought in round ten, ten. Sh- yeah. sh- I thought in round ten, Shakur visibly had Kinsaso hurt to where he didn't even have his hands up, and Shakur just stood there and yeah. just looked very very similar to that fight where we almost won ten thousand oh, yeah, dollars. Um, that's right. Where he had that guy hurt, there was a minute and a half left in the round, and he just looked—he didn't look like he like—he just didn't want to take a chance. Which, he doesn't pounce. Yeah, he doesn't pounce. Like it's just the opposite of what we talked about with Keyshawn, where Keyshawn, like when when you're hurt, you're out. Like that's you know again, he's willing to take punches to get it. Um, hey, listen, like the the goal in boxing is to to hit, not get hit, and to win rounds and win points, so that's fine. Um, but you know, it would have been. It would I I would it would have I thought it would have been it would have been better for him to have that aggression that he had against Jamel. Well, I guess even Jamel, the ref stopped it, right? Like the ref just yeah. stopped the fight. In, in that round, that I remember thinking to myself, like you can see, like I, it felt like you could see Shakur like physically saying to himself, "I'm so far ahead this round. Why even throw any more punches? Just stay back here and don't let him hit me." Is that yeah, okay? I'm. I'm just. I'm, no. Like. No. You didn't. He didn't actually say that. But like. Like. No. But body, I'm saying. Is that what his, it seemed like? Yeah. Because like, it was hard. No, like his body language. It was just like. You, like you're. Like you're waiting for like 15 seconds, and you're. And yeah. you just. Like you're on the edge of your seat, and then all of a sudden you. Just, I just like sat back, and I was like, oh, he's just. He, he. You could see that he knows that he has this round in the bag, and he's like, yep, this round's win, and he, I'm just gonna coast this last minute. And and that's that's exactly what it looked like, and so um, yeah, that's what you saw live there was was 100 percent true. Um, as far as the early rounds, can say so? Like, I I think it just felt like he was doing better because typically people don't touch Shakur that much. So like for example, can uh, say actually outlanded Shakur four three in the first round. Which I still gave Shakur the first round, um, and then it was 19-7 Shakur in round two, and then 19-10 in round three, 
Um, and then Shakur getting hit. Shakur getting hit with ten punches in general. In a round, like feels like a lot. You're like, oh geez. Yeah. Um, and Shakur doesn't land big, devastating shots when he lands. So it nineteen to ten for Shakur just feels kind of like a normal round. It doesn't feel like it, like his nineteen punches don't feel like devastating. I guess when you're watching him. So, but for example, the the rest of the way, Conceição landed five 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 three five four three three six. So, like those the the first round where it was basically even, mm-hmm. and then two and three where he lands seven and ten, you're like, oh geez, like he's like kind of piling them up, even though he's pretty much st- still like I said, he he still lost the the the, ra- the the connections in two and three were thirty eight to eighteen. So it's it still like wasn't close. Yeah. But you know, for your what you're used to seeing with Shakur, you're like, oh, like shoot, that kind of felt like Conceso did well. Um, which compared to most other Shakur opponents, he did do well, but that's not really what what the stats say and really like keeping tally in your head. When I was watching on TV. Like, I think it was the third round. One of you guys at live were like, oh, Conceição round. And I was like, no, like, that wasn't really close. And it was – and then they come out with the stats, and he like, yeah, he almost doubled them up, 1910. And I was just like, I don't why know. did you guys think live? Uh, I mean, again, live, like, you can't tell if something was blocked or this or that. You know, it's like when I thought the first better. round might have been one of the only rounds you could give Conceição other than the round where they took the point deduction. Yeah, I um, I think I think I had that round nine nine. My quite honestly, the point deduction. Yeah, yeah, I did. And so I, so it was funny because my math was getting real screwy. If you go back and look at the cards, I'm like, <laughs> I started tweeting. Oh, I like, guess uh, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I guess I'm not thinking about like, the right. I'm like, way. Co- yeah, but like yeah. Co- well, it was ten nine Shakur. And then the yeah, point so you take yeah, I'm, I'm I'm yeah yeah. You're right. You're right. So I'm like, oh, come on, math. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> I like I, anyway. So. I, I had Shakur winning ten out of two, and I guess the I guess it was a three point spread after the deduction, ten and two, and then a, so what a, like nine to two. Yeah. So listen. So yeah, Shakur won. He won uh, unanimously. Obviously, uh, after the fight, that's going to one thirty five. You know, brings out Payne and Lomachenko, um, which is fine. And then uh, <laughs> I, I again. It, uh, It'll be interesting to see. I'd be curious to see who they match him with at 135 to to start, because by all accounts, you'd hope that um, you'd hope that Lomachenko beats Ortiz here on the 29th on October 29th, and um, I'm quite confident Haney will win the rematch against Cambosis, unless like Cambosis just gets him with a lucky shot, or we have like some huge judge like issue, but. Um, yeah, it's uh, it'll be uh, I don't know, like Lenares. I don't know. I saw some some people were saying, oh, you know, he should, you know, Lenares. I'm like, ah, oh, we're we really gonna waste time with like Lenares. Like, what what are we putting Shakur and Lenares in there for? Yeah. Um, makes no sense. I just don't know who else they have. Like who at 135 makes sense other than if. <laughs> I, like it, 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 we jo- it was supposed to happen at one thirty, but um, if what's his face isn't actually retired from boxing, um, Burchell. Oh, 
That was the only thing I, I could think of. Uh, no, he. I don't know. That's that's. Let's not do that. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's a it's a money fight for Burchelt, right? Like you can sell that. It's Shakur's not a huge puncher, so maybe like from a from a matchmaking, they're like, okay, like you don't have to worry about him getting. Yeah, but a, a stiff breeze is going to take Burchelt's legs out from under him. Well, it like, might be true, but I'm just I'm just thinking of realistic 135 options because I I you know I don't I don't know who else they they would match him with if you get if if all things go according to plan and you get Lomachenko uh, Heaney here in the spring, but. You know, both yeah, those guys. They'd have to. Well, <clears throat> th- I think that's where the Linares would come in. But like, th- you'd have to give, you'd have to keep give Shakur a stay busy fight with someone who doesn't completely suck. Um, I mean, maybe- Linares completely sucks at this point. That's why I would go Burchell because you know he still he at least still has power, even if he, Does he? he him. I mean, I think he has it. I mean, it's a matter of whether or not he can take it. But that um, also might be, you know what? That might, from a matchmaking perspective, maybe that maybe that makes Shakur look good. Maybe he hits him with a shot and he goes down, and it's like, oh, Shakur, you know, he's he's stopping people now. Either way, maybe, uh, maybe JoJo Diaz is the guy. Uh, I mean, but they're. I mean, I don't top rank, and uh, I mean top ranked DAZN. I don't know. I don't know if that if that would ha- if that would happen. But like, why would DAZN feed him up to top Shakur. rank? Yeah, but I mean, whatever. Well, I mean, and and JoJo. I mean, he needs to get past what's his face. Um, who's he fighting? Zapata? No. Who's he fight? I forget who he's fighting. Um, I don't remember coming up here. But either way, uh, but yeah, again, fun night, exciting. I had a, I had a, I had a really good time. Um, can't wait to be back at the Hulu Theater minus the uh, <laughs> the contact high I'll, I'll be getting there. But uh, for for yeah. Loma Ortiz, that'll be fun. Uh, and then on Saturday, so Saturday we had early boxing. Uh, heavyweight juggernauts, Joe Joyce and Joseph Parker. A lot of people were thinking Joseph Parker was the, the live dog here for, for betting purposes. But uh, yeah, Joe Joyce, man, the juggernaut, they call him the juggernaut for a reason. The dude has no defense. He absorbs every punch with his face (laughs) and he just, he just throws man. Like he doesn't waste punches. He just, you know, he throws them and he throws them heavy. So uh, I, I had it as a I had it as a close. I know you didn't get to watch it. Uh, I watched it. I did some cards. Um, I had it even through six. I thought Parker. Uh, I thought he. Lo- I thought he looked good in the early rounds. Um, good body work. You know he was he was landing some good shots. I mean Joyce has one of the best chins at heavyweight, if not the best chin at heavyweight right now. And he was just absorbed. Like, he just he got hit with some shots that most most fighters are out and um and parker took some rounds and then i thought they both looked exhausted and joyce might just be that slow but parker looked absolutely exhausted uh after the sixth round and uh to the point where i don't even i don't even know how the way he was moving that joyce didn't catch him and get him out of there uh so i had joyce winning most of the back half he finally ended in the 10th round with a, uh, a vicious uppercut Oh no! Sorry, left eleventh round. Oh, eleventh round. Yeah, eleventh round. Left hook that takes takes Parker out. First time Parker was had been uh, had been sto- had been beaten via stoppage. Um, it was fun. I, I like, like Joyce. Joyce is a fun guy to to match up. Like him and Wilder would be awesome. Like just to see would he be able to withstand? Like because you know Wilder's going to catch you at some point. Like would he would his chin be able to upstand that right hand? Uh, that's fun. 
him and Fury, like Kim Fury, him and Usyk fought. I don't know if it was at cruiserweight or the amateur. I think it was the amateurs and Usyk beat him. But you know, even that's like an interesting fight because Usyk's, Usyk's just such a smaller fighter. You know, would would he be able to tire and outbox Joyce, or would just Joyce just would he would he get him um, and hit him with a shot? He just wouldn't be able to come back from. So we'll see. Uh, you know, Fury. The Fury, jo- obviously Fury Joshua, as I was saying, did did not get signed. Uh, that fight is not happening. So, mm-hmm. I still think we see Fury Usyk in the spring for Undisputed, and then we'll see what Fury does and uh, some other fun matchups. I don't think I don't think Joshua is going to go into a fight with uh, Joe Joyce. Not, and neither should Joe Joyce. Jo- I mean, Joyce is basically going to be a mandatory number one contender. I, why why risk that versus Anthony Joshua? That doesn't really make much sense for him. Yeah. So we'll probably see Joshua fight like uh, a top 15 heavyweight guy here in December uh, in the UK. He'll sell the place out as, as usual uh, and just try to get some try to get some confidence back. And, but, but hey, shout out to uh, Joshua because he was more than game to take that fight. But it was, yeah, whatever. It was more of a publicity stunt than, than anything else. Uh, yeah. So I think that was. Did you see the um? Did you see the uh, compu box on the Joe Joyce Joseph Parker? Uh, I I don't I I looked at it, but I don't remember what it was now. So it, like you said, it was fairly close through. Let's say the first four: thirteen, twelve, Joyce; twenty-three, nineteen, Parker; twenty-one, nineteen, Parker; thirteen, twelve, Joyce. Then here's how Joyce closes the show: twenty-seven, fourteen, through five. Or, um, or, uh, in five. In five. 43, 11, in six. 43, 14, in seven. 43, 12, in yeah. eight. 34, nine, in nine. 37, 16, in ten. 17, three, in the eleven. And these are power shots, like Kia Javin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just so... 43, yeah. 43, 43, 34, 37, and then the the, the that one that one round in the first four where Parker where uh, Joyce outlanded him like twenty three nineteen is that what it was? Uh, that was second round, yeah. And Joyce out. I I think I gave that one to Parker because I thought Parker just landed. Oh the no, I'm shot. sorry. Par- Parker was twenty three nineteen. Parker was twenty one nineteen. Joyce was thirteen twelve in the in the first and the fourth. Yeah, so I, I gave I gave Parker three three of the first six rounds. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I mean, listen, he had solid body work, and I thought he got him with some good shots. So yeah, it was complete domination the last half of the fight. So um, yeah, next big heavyweight fight is uh, Wilder Hellenius, and that's in on the fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, ticket prices are too absurd, so I'm not going. Like, it's like three hundred dollars for a bad ticket. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll pass. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then we had uh had some scuttlebutt around the boxing world the last two days. I guess I guess you've been out of the loop with all that uh you're making all that money, man. Uh so let's like not, let's not go there. Dude, I it's been I didn't I didn't update you on that, but on my on the work front because Ah jeez. Dude, well <laughs> I I I meant you selling yourself for money, but that's okay. Um So <laughs> boxing Twitter. We need we need to just announce some get some big fights announced because like boxing Twitter was outrageous the last two days. So aside from rumors stirring about Spence uh, Crawford being off, which I don't even know who has like verified accounts anymore, like who to believe. 
But like the last 48 hours, I've seen tons of Spence Crawford's off. Spence Crawford's off. I'm like, all right, I it's, it's it hasn't been on, so it's not, <laughs> the fight hasn't been on, so it can't be off. But anyway, um, but like apparently, so Shakur, so the big the big stuff was between a lot of people were. Um, like, listen, like, it, it's kind of like the NBA guys. And this is where I, you get, I get it sometimes where Shakur does annoy me. Like, everybody's sitting here praising him about how good he is, how technically sound he is, how he could be the second coming of Mayweather. But then when you have – then you have guys, and Teddy Atlas was one of them. Um, some people were critiquing him saying, listen, fight was boring. Like, he could have he he got that guy out of there and stopped him, and he wasn't able to. And Shakur even said he tried to. But listen, that's great. But, like, they were basically just saying, listen, like – you know, you need to vary up your punch. Like you need to be, you need to find more creative. Teddy ways. Atlas said it. He tweeted it, and I can't get it out of my head because it's it's just too accurate. He said, "Shakur, great technical fighter. He and he doesn't have the one punch power to KO anybody with the one punch. So what you do is you throw combinations on top of combinations, and you come with flurries. Shakur doesn't really do that. He tat tat tat." Pause, pause, pause. Tat, tat, tat. Pause, pause, pause. Tat, tat, tat. And so you're not going to KO somebody that way. You're going to win uh, because your defense is amazing, and you're, you know, you're going to counter punch and, and, you know, punch on 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 the off beats, and you're gonna. That's how you're going to win. But you're not going to KO people like that. And that's what Teddy Atlas tweeted out, and it was very accurate. Yeah, and then Shakur Shakur was on Twitter yesterday calling Teddy Atlas a bitch and oh my gosh, blah blah blah. He acts like Loma's the greatest fighter ever, but he's gonna critique me. And then he's like basically going off people critiquing him. And listen, I don't. <laughs> we we all know this is not a pro Ryan Garcia podcast. <laughs> it's not right. Yeah. But Ryan Garcia that Ryan Garcia got into it today where he was just driving, which you know I'm not maybe he wasn't driving, maybe he was in the passenger side, but he's like he's in a car like doing i guess he's answering live questions and stuff so one of the things uh, he was commenting on shakur and he was just like yeah listen like shakur's a good fighter but like you know he couldn't stop that guy like he should have been able to stop that guy whatever blah 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 and then shakur like responds to i guess you know then like boxing ring or somebody like you know screenshots it and tweets it out and then shakur like responds to it like garcia got a weak chin blah 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 he don't want to see me and then Garcia, Garcia brings up a great point. He goes, he's got the majority of boxing experts saying he's the greatest since Floyd, yet he's still insecure. In, sorry, insecure. Insecure. Once he hears something negative, he defends himself. Shut your insecure ass up. Be more impressive. We got better things to do on a Friday, and I couldn't get that time back. Um, and he's just like, someone tell, someone, tell, someone tell me why Shakur gets so emotional and stuff. Like, which your point is right. Like I, you know, like it's almost like he thinks he's a perfect fighter and doesn't need to get better at anything. Which, you know, he is great. And I, and again, like obviously, like, he hasn't needed to do those things to win. But like, if you want to be like a star and all these things, and you know, you want people to tune in. And he had, he's had, he's gotten a million viewers four of his last five, five fights, I think. But like, if you're going to be a pay per view star, listen, people want to see stoppages. Like, just is what it is. And if you have the issue with him is, like, he's had several chances in his last five fight to like just get guys out. And it seems like a lot of times he has an unwilling, he's not, like, he doesn't care about doing that, but like sometimes you have to do that. Like you have to have flair and get guys out and show an offensive aggression to make more people want to tune in. So, yeah. so I, again, we're not, 
to have, to have to say Ryan Garcia has a point there is it pains me to say that. Um, <laughs> but them, so so that's one thing. And then Raleigh, of course, Raleigh was getting in on it. Uh, oh, Raleigh gosh. was tweeting. So yeah, Raleigh was tweeting about how uh, CompuBox was screwing Cansei over, and he was landing way more shots than CompuBox was showing during the fight. Then he was saying like, "Oh man, oh, he was he was commenting on the low blows." People say I'm dirty. Shakur's landed like 50 low blows, and then he's talking and then he's talking about people wanting to fight him between Keyshawn and Shakur. Like Raleigh's getting when you know when Raleigh's getting you know he's hard up. Like PBC's basically like. Listen, we got nothing for you. Nobody wants to fight you because you suck. Uh, we can't. You can't headline anything because you suck. So figure something out. So now he's just like calling Errol Spence ugly, and he's like talking shit to Shakur and <laughs> Keyshawn Davis. So that's that's been pretty hilarious as well. And I guess like like Keyshawn Shakur Crawford, like those guys are all like good friends. Like they train to like Shakur doesn't train like at their gym, but like Keyshawn trains with Bo Mack and and Crawford. And like he was obviously he was the co-main, so like he was in Shakur's corner and stuff, and he was celebrating with them. And after like Shakur like said he was moving to one thirty-five, and he went in Haney and stuff. Like you know, Keyshawn's all in the background getting excited, like he's pumped up. He first of all he just won a fight, knocked the guy out, like he's all amped up. Um, and I guess I don't even know what did it. I guess he tweeted something about Haney just making sure making sure you don't vacate after you beat Cambosis or something. And then Bill Haney like. Bill Haney does like these. Herring said it best. He's always doing these like creepy Blair Witch looking interviews on YouTube with people. Like he's always like in a dark <laughs> room, like moving around with a light in his face. And he, I, I can't even comprehend what Haney said, but like his dad. But it was something like calling like he was basically he was like he he said like he called Keyshawn a bitch, but maybe he didn't mean he was a bit. It was just so weird, like. It's so it's it's weird when Bill Haney does these like unofficial interviews with random YouTube channels, but then when he's like doing it with Top Rank and DAZN, like two completely different people. It's really weird. And like Keyshawn was going after him <laughs> and Devin after that, basically calling out Devin saying he didn't want any smoke with him in like sparring or something. And then Devin was like, "Oh, that's bullshit." Blah blah blah. Come see me if you want, uh, but I'm not into silver. I'm into gold, like his belts, because you know he's basically putting down Keyshawn for winning silver. When I don't even know if Haney qualified for the Olympics, but right. so that was going on, and then people are basically like calling Shakur like a dick rider of. Oh, sorry, calling like Keyshawn like uh, uh, Shakur and Crawford dick rider because he's like excited this guy's won and all these things. It's been wild, dude. It's been absolutely wild. <laughs> <laughs> the last the last two days on boxing twitter and then like garcia's accusing S- tank sounds of, like, like the perfect shout out to them oh my god well that was gonna be my shout out to these guys well it, it was definitely rally like rally romero was just another shout like like this guy like like i'm telling you like, ppc he's probably trying to get his next fight and they're like we got nothing we got nothing for you we don't we don't, we can't put you in with pitbull cruz because he'll kill you and then you'll be officially dead um but yeah just tons of back and tons of back and forth uh between us, so I put up, I put up a Twitter poll uh, earlier on our podcast. If anyone's listening, wants to go to um, wants to go vote on it. What 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 would you rather have? These fights actually happen, or just these weird boxing like uh, boxing uh, Twitter, Twitter beefs? <laughs> yeah, so just just so yeah, it's just so odd. Um, I don't I don't understand. It's but an, I guess it's the nature of the sport when only half of these guys are ever going to fight each other, and there's six months between bouts. Yeah, and now we're here. Again, we're here on October or no, we're September twenty eighth, recording. Uh, 
Crawford Spence has not been signed or announced. Uh, Tank Garcia has not been signed or announced. Um, again, Fury Joshua did not get signed. So, yeah, we're just sitting here in limbo waiting for some... Uh, I mean, we got some good fights coming up here. Uh, but, you know, I, I mean, these guys are just yelling at each other on Twitter. And, that, and I will say this one more thing because I know we've gone long on boxing. But, like, I mean, there's not... Again, there's not a ton to talk about in other sports right now. But... I just want to, like, of course, like, per usual, Tank gets brought up. Um, and it was basically, because Tank and Shakur is a dream match for a lot of people. For me, it's Tank Loma, but, I mean, Tank Shakur signed me up for that all day as well. And Aaron made a comment about how LRB and his team, you know, would have no interest in a Shakur fight. And, of course, LRB responds and says, yeah, Bob's all, you know, Bob's just trying to promote his fighter. He knows, like, he would never he would never be interested in fighting Tank because, you know, PB, like, Tank's the star. PBC would dictate all terms. So why would, why would Bob risk one of his fighters and not get any profit out of it? Which, that does make sense, right? But the one thing, and he didn't say this, and I was hoping, like, I, I don't want to, when, if somebody, because uh, LRB does, like, one-off, like, YouTube videos and stuff, too. If I got to hear him say that when someone brings up Shakur or Loma or Haney, if I got to hear him say one more time, and he didn't say this about Shakur, but if he does, you know, well, what do they bring to the table? That's all I'm going to be at on Tank because I just said, I just, I just went to an event where Shakur had 10,000 people there. Place was packed and jamming. And now people, you know, the, the PBC stands, I'm using that correctly now. Yeah, good job. <laughs> the PBC stands would be like, well, it was his hometown. He's going to sell out his hometown. Well, hey, guess what? There's this like city. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's called New York. They got this building. They got this building where this guy Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier fought. It's called Madison Square Garden. Like you can have tanks going to sell out anywhere. You could put you could put Tank Shakur in Madison Square Garden and the whole place will be sold out. So like I don't want to hear like I just don't want to hear like we're not why why would we fight Shakur? He doesn't bring anything to the table. Like belts are fine, but you got to bring more. Like you put Tank Davis in the ring with Raleigh fucking like I don't want to hear that Raleigh brought fans. That guy doesn't have a fan base. Now one person bought that pay per view or bought a ticket to that event to watch Raleigh Romero. They went to see Tank Davis and to see Tank Davis knock that clown out. That's it. Like and anybody like anybody Tank was fighting is who they would go see knock him out because they love Tank. So like Raleigh Romero does not bring anything to the table other than he's in PBC. He just says a bunch of goofy weird shit, and that's it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have had him. They wouldn't. Have, they wouldn't have replaced him with Cruz the way they did for the first time he was supposed to fight him. So like I just I don't want to hear them say that because that's that that's just ridiculous. Just just say listen, we're two different promotions. Like. It, you know, it's good. It's too complicated. If they're if they're willing to have us dictate all the terms, hundred percent we'll we'll be willing we'll be willing to make a fight. It's in Bob Arum's court, and then Bob Arum can respond. I just don't want to hear that shit anymore because that that's where like I'm like, all right, you guys are just coddle, you guys are just coddling um, Tank. Yeah, because not because Raleigh literally brings nothing to the table that these other guys don't. Shakur had a million views. Yeah, Shakur, this fight had a little over a million. I forget the exact number. But Shakur's gone over a million four out of his last fights. Like, Lomachenko, Lomachenko fighting what people will call bums. You know, the the Haney stands. Uh, he's he's got over a million, million three, million five viewers. Komi Nakatani. Him and Tiafimo did four million viewers. 
Like those guys, those guys bring eyeballs. Like it's not like like do they do they sell like tank? No, but they bring way more to the table than Raleigh freaking Romero. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to get that out. That that's as much as I, you know. I love tank. It felt good. It yeah, felt we good. all love tank. Like you and I, we both love tank. Um, and we get it. Like we're okay. Like you know, we get what they're doing. It's fine. Like we understand the business well, of boxing. Look. But just don't, but, just, just don't, just, just don't like act like we're stupid. But they act like they could sell out any city. Like they, they go to the same two or three cities where they have their fan base and they know the market, and they sell out. Oh, well, to be fair, they sold out Barclays in New York. I don't think New York's one that he's been to before. Barclays, but you're right, Atlanta to, to an extent. What else? Uh they did L.A. with Cruz. Uh, Atlanta a few times, but they, I mean, but they always do Matt like, and, and Floyd, I watched, um, I never seen it. Well, I haven't seen it so long, but I watched the, uh, when I was at the gym, I watched the Mayweather De La Hoya, um, 24 seven. It was like a four parter and like Floyd even said it. And some other Floyd interviews, like, like when you, like you always are going to sell well when you have an African-American fighter versus a Mexican fighter. Like it's just two passionate crowds. Like you're the, and that's like, They've like you've seen T- Tank's last four fights: Tank Davis, Leo Santa Cruz, Tank Davis. Uh, who was that loser at one forty? Fought Barrios, Mario Barrios, Tank Davis, Isaac Cruz, Tank Davis, Raleigh Romero. Like, <laughs> like if I mean I it, the pattern fits. Like, though. What's that? I don't think all those guys are Mexicans, though. Aren't they? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Spanish descent is that more appropriate? Well, Leo Santa Cruz is Mexican. Uh, Isaac Isaac Cruz is Mexican. Isn't Raleigh a Cuban? Uh, okay. Well, he's a clown anyway, so whatever. Maybe he's um, Cuban. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, and Bar, I thought Barrios was Mexican as well. Barrios might be. I for some reason I thought. Yeah, Azteca, right? That's Mexican, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's his nickname. So I assume, unless he's just being stupid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's his last four. Five, you know, Ryan Garcia. <laughs> like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're fine. How, how are you? How are you? I'm ranting. See, I told, I told. I you were worried about this podcast. Like, I, I told you, I had this. I had this thing under wrap. I'm our, our next five podcasts. Get in now, guys. Like how we always say, like buy stock on these guys now because you're not going to do it later. Now's the time for two beers podcast stock. These next four episodes are going to be episodes you're going to be like i was you're gonna you're gonna want to be able to tell your kids i was there <laughs> we got the two-year anniversary we got the two for one we got the oh, go for i two. got the, the 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 lineup i have for the two for one um and then the things we, you think of on the can man Whew. we we still need we i i still need to come i still need to format a uh, nhl preview too so i mean that was be- uh you you inspired me man i mean you i mean you basically got me through college you keep <laughs> me up to world events by the way there was a hurricane in florida today in case you didn't know <laughs> um you know you uh, you take care of me in these things but uh you know i uh bring i the goods bring i i feel talk- i i feel um grade a talker yeah, I I feel I, I I really wanted to bring it on this two for one. I feel I feel good. I mean, granted, only a bunch of nerds might like it, and half our listeners probably will be like, "This was the lamest thing." I don't care. I I think it's gold. So it's gonna be fun. It's gonna um, be fun. We aim for fun on this show. All right, so forty six minutes, forty seven minutes in. Yeah, whatever. Um, let's uh let's 
just a, touch on a couple other things. No, I was that was uh, I I love them. When oh. we get in depth on boxing, I mean, come on, we're we're better than everyone. By the um, way, and we don't have this listed, but I do want to say, uh, man, I'm so depressed. Uh, about what NBA news? Lonzo Ball might be out the whole season. Did you see that? Did you see uh, I did his not. his interview? Why did he? Is he get another infection? It's still his... it's still the knee, man. Like he said, he can barely walk upstairs or run still, which oh. is like like doctors have to go back in. I for anybody that's listened or knows me, like I mean, I watch college basketball anyway. Like I, I watch W, I watch all basketball, WBA, whatever you want to call it. But man, like very few times do I watch college basketball game. Like if a guy for a player. But, like, when Lonzo Ball was at UCLA, man, any national televised game he was on, I don't care what I was doing, who I was with, like, I was watching that game. I remember being at, like, uh, some, like, random, like, Crab Shack restaurant, and I, like, told the guy, I need you to put CBS on now to watch Lonzo Ball play college basketball. I love that guy. Like, he's just fun to watch. His understanding of the game is so cool. His passing, like, and, like, now he's – yeah, whatever this knee thing is, like he missed, he missed the la- all that back half of last season, and the Bulls were people forget Bulls were the best team in the East for uh, a long period of time, and yeah. then him and Caruso went down, and now he's probably gonna miss all this year, man. It just sucks. I just uh, I love that guy. Yeah, he's, so. he's he's fun to watch. He's he's heck of a passer, and it sucks for the Bulls too because like you know that's a team who they you know they paid DeRozan a lot of money, like they thought they had a lot of stuff going on. Now they got they got to pivot and figure shit out. So. That's all I have on the basketball. I'm just, I'm just depressed. Hey, I, I have a quick hitter as well on the on the golf front. Um, what do you got? Was the Presidents Cup over the weekend? And you know, we usually cover big events, but I've said this before. I'm not a big Presidents Cup Ryder Cup guy. Like people really get into it, and Ryder Cup more so than Presidents Cup. Um, but like, I don't. It just it doesn't do it for me because like there's a lot of international and European guys that I root for that I like, uh, and there's a lot of American guys that annoy me. And now with the live, now there's more of a schism. And so I don't know. Like they they were down in Carolina, Quail Hollow. I I I watched some. You know, I I kept tabs on it. You know, every day. Uh, I I watched some. Didn't watch it. I didn't watch a ton like I usually watch big events in golf, but you know, Americans ended up smashing them. Um, you know, uh, the, the the darling at the end was Kisner. He he was doing funny stuff in terms of uh, like uh, yeah, none these I've never been around a group of guys that's such an inverse relationship to how good they are at golf and how bad they are at drinking. Like it was. He, none sure, of these guys sure, can hang sure. with me. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. In in the handshake line, it, I think it was Siwoo Kim and Tom Kim back to back, and he was like, "Siwoo, nice to play with you, man. Most handsome guy out here." And then it was the next guy who I think was Tom Kim, and he was like, "Tom, ugliest guy out here." And then everyone just starts busting out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Oh man, this is a fun one. This is fun. We're aiming for fun. <laughs> So I mean, yeah, I didn't really watch it, but that happened. Um, that just happened. <laughs> um, and then while we're on quick hitters, MLB, um, not a lot to talk about. Uh, Phillies suck. Yeah, you, you know the Phillies. Uh, hey, me and my me, my brother just put on, put down a, a deposit for tickets for the second round. I'm like, yeah, we'll be we'll be getting that money back pretty quickly. 
<laughs> so there's such dude, there's such uh there's such conniving uh like all these sports like all these things. It's like so you put down so we we ha- we would have a game October 14th. But like if they don't if if like it doesn't come and happen, <laughs> you have you have 5 days to request your money back or they just credit you to next season. So it's my responsibility. So I got to I got to reach out to you to make sure you give me my money back for a game that's not going to happen. Like shouldn't that shouldn't that be the automatic thing that they refund you automatically unless and if yes. I want to credit it to next season, then I reach out to you. Yeah, it's exactly. so fun, dude. Like businesses, man. They're just they're just counting on people being lazy and just forgetting and then boom, they got your money. It's it's great. Yeah. It's so um, great. Judge did hit 61 tonight. He did. Um, but, you know, at this point, that's really all to tune in for. You yeah. know, the wild cards are – unless the Phillies collapse. Um, it's you know, looking that way, but, yeah. They're – you know, they're <laughs> – the playoff spots are more or less wrapped up. And yeah. Milwaukee might do it, but – Yeah, I mean, other, other – like the Mets and the Braves are flip-flopping here in the division, so um, – yeah, but everybody and their brother makes it. Yeah, so that's yeah. Really, exactly. like you get into the playoffs and get hot, whatever. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's get more in depth on NFL. Week three. Uh, thoughts. Um. Again, tons of close games this week. Uh, a, a lot of crappy games. Um. You know, we'll go back to uh. You know, close games was. Vikings beat the Lions by four. Bears beat the Texans by three. The Colts beat the Chiefs by three. Uh, the Dolphins <laughs> beat the Bills by two. The Titans yeah. beat the Raiders by two. The Falcons beat the Seahawks by four. The Packers win 14-12. And the Broncos win 11-10 on Monday night. Wild. Just shitty football everywhere. Tight scores. A bunch of WTFs all over the place. Um. Uh, yeah, man. I uh, where do you want to take it from there? I mean, it's just well. So, uh, the Bears ran the ball forty times and threw it seventeen. I <laughs> I don't understand. Like, you trade you tra- you traded up to draft Fields. You benched um the Red Rooster to play him last year. Like he got hurt, but then you were like, all right, this is our guy. Why don't you let him be the guy? Like, I don't understand. Like, at, at some point, good. like he's from Ohio State. It was an automatic. Uh, I, I get flag. it. No, I'm, I'm not. But I'm not even. But they, they're not even giving him a chance to fail in epic fashion, like Ohio State quarterbacks do. It's just so weird. I don't understand. Like, like you're you're in this weird phase to where like you probably need to know okay. if this guy. Well, wait a minute. You say bad. they're not giving him a chance to fail, but. In his 17 passes, he threw zero touchdowns and two interceptions. Yeah, but they're not, like, doing it. Like, it's just, like, I, I don't know. You want him to like, throw it more? Like, when he's already throwing a pick every eight passes? I mean, I, I feel like I feel like they have, like, training. This is a phrase that's been said about it. It's like they have training wheels on training wheels with him. Like, I, I feel like you have to try to let him cut loose a little bit and see, like, it, can I mean, this guy play quarterback? You're probably right, the- but, like, I don't know. I don't know. Or like, bring it if he if that if he's that awful, who's their backup? I don't know who their backup is. Uh, but like at that point, like, wh- why not just play your backup and say, uh, yeah, know. we uh, we we <laughs> like the scene from The Hangover. <sighs> we uh, fucked Nate, up. Nate Peterman and Trevor Simeon. I mean, just play Simeon at that point, and if because because you can have him just hand the ball off, and at least at least you know he he's made some throws in some spots. 
in games that somewhat matter. Like, I, I just don't get it. But, I mean, that's kind of weird. Um, the Raiders have made me look absolutely awful for predicting oh, in that three. division. Uh, just insane. Uh, they, I mean, they had guys dropping touchdowns everywhere. I feel like their play calling is atrocious as well. I said on the pod last week, I just, I, we took, we're out of the eliminator. We took the Chiefs. It was such a weird game. I was like, ah, it's kind of a must win, but it's not. Like, that upsets me. Uh, the as awesome as it was that the that the Dolphins won. The most exciting part of that game was uh, the Dolphins punter it, it, with a minute left punted it off uh, the snapper's ass, which was pretty uh, in the in it, their it was it was uh, it was the blocker, but it wasn't oh the, the center, blocker yeah in their in their end zone, which created a safety and basically almost set up uh it almost it set up the Bills to almost be able to win the game by a field goal. Why was Josh Allen like borderline crying, like putting his head on Tua's shoulder? Like that was strange. Is that after the game? Oh yeah, you haven't seen those memes? No, I haven't. It's like here's Tua consoling his son Josh Allen, and Josh Allen has his head like a baby on Tua's shoulder, and Tua's like patting his head like he's a child. They they both got hit with some pretty nasty shots in the game. They both might have been concussed and not known what was going on. <laughs> um yeah, and I mean, like you had the Bills O coordinators in the state up 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 top in the skybacks, like cr- uh, crushing um <laughs> crushing those like IMAX or whatever the hell those things are I pros, because uh, Allen. Yeah, I mean you got to be smarter uh, getting rid of the ball where they were, but that's fine. Um, yeah, I mean the only I mean I'll tell you the the two the two biggest spots were uh, I continue to have to eat crow for now because. Uh, Jalen Hurts is crushing it, and so are the Eagles right now at three and zero. Completely dismantled the Commanders. Uh, at one point, the Eagles had three hundred twenty-three passing yards, and the Commanders had negative two. <laughs> uh, the defense has been tremendous too, though. So, like, I, I mean, not to I'm not gonna not not to discount Jalen Hurts, but uh, my man Darius Darius all day slay slay, and the defense have been killed. They had nine sacks in that game. Wow. Nine. That's a nine lot. sacks. Is that good? <laughs> it's somewhat good. Uh, and bad. the other, the other, not the other bad. interesting game. Uh, the Jaguars are two and one, and yeah. they dismantled the Chargers. Granted, Herbert was he Look, played. I was going to say I don't know why people were surprised that the Jaguars won that game when, um, you got Herbert who could like barely breathe. Well, it's because the Jags aren't but a very for good. For the Jaguars to put up thirty eight on what should be one that's of what the I was going to say. Yeah, everyone in the league is like. That's the shocking part. Was that week one or week two where I ranted on the big time, the big bad Chargers defense that people were like, oh, man, how did they not go for that? I think it was week two. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, like the Chargers defense. And there was only really two possessions where Herbert turnovers put them in the red zone. And I think I think the Jaguars got two field goals off of those. So, like, they they did work on that defense. So that was kind of a surprising thing. And so you have next week or this this week you have Eagles – uh, Eagles Jacksonville. It's in Philly, so I don't think the weather should have any impact on that. And it's the return of Doug Peterson. So, you know, you have both of those teams coming off pretty dominant wins, and uh, you got Dougie P coming back to the house that he built. So that yeah. should be fun. And hey, the other big story: Kyle Pitts caught. They they threw a pass to Kyle Pitts on Sunday, yeah. and they won. What are the What are the odds? They 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 uh they actively looked to get the ball in one of their best players' hands and they ended up winning the football game. What a concept, right? <laughs> pretty, 
pretty, pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the Broncos, fuck, let's That's ride. what I was going to say. Like, what? In the, and they're two and one, and Russell Westbrook looks like hot trash. He looks awful. I'm looking great on that uh, go for two um, comment about him having to prove himself because uh, he's he's slightly entering overrated status. Um, plus this weird subway. Have you seen the weird subway commercial? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't even understand what's happening there. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, that's not, that's not necessarily his fault. Like they t- obviously they're telling him what to do, right? Like they're not like, Hey Russ, go make, I feel subway. like he probably has some creative control over that. What do you think? They're like, Hey Russ, go make a, go make a subway commercial. Oh, okay. No, well, no, no, but I'm like... pretty sure at some point, like if he gets to watch it be like, yeah, I can't, we can't do that. Like with my, like, no, we gotta, we gotta change something. But anyway, um, I mean, yeah, I they would, looked if, terrible. If, if, if I showed up for a commercial and they were like, yeah, we got it. I'd be like, cool. Hand me the check. And I would just walk away. I wouldn't care what the heck it looks like. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but they looked awful. It's your, it's your um, damn subs. I don't give a damn if you sell any subs. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this new coach, even still, like, again, like, I, I like, De- De- again, I wish I, at this point, I just want Denver to trade Javante Williams to the Bills. Give give the Bills the running back they desperately need to get to the Super Bowl because you don't like him. I mean, who cares if the guy's averaging nine point seven yards a carry? Like, who cares? Let's just keep feeding fucking. Let's just keep feeding this this freaking Melvin Gordon guy, dude. It, I I don't I don't understand what's going on in Denver. We need the Brian Winhurst uh, meme for this. What is going on in Denver? It, it's crazy, man. Crazy. Um. Okay. So week from- four. <laughs> yeah, moving on to week four. Uh, Thursday night, Dolphins hey, versus Bengals. We're ten and three. We're picking seventy-seven percent winners. Everybody. Speak. Speaking of of, of uh, great picks, Dolphins Tua. Yep. Pretty good. Pretty good. That so that's Thursday night, Dolphins versus Bengals. Um, the Bengals are actually three and a half point favorites at home versus the Dolphins. Again, just one of those spreads where you're like, how can I not pick the Dolphins? Like, that just seems way too obvious to pick the Dolphins who are just playing so good versus the Bengals. So that kind of is a little bit of a weird uh, spread there. Um, So uh, everyone set your clocks. 9.30 a.m. Great job, Roger Goodell. Bringing games to us from friggin' uh, Tottenham over in England. 9.30 9.30 a.m., Vikings versus Saints. Woo! Vikings are, quote-unquote, the away team, minus three. Oh, you know what? I didn't even think. Damn it. I didn't even think about it. All right, Drew. We the house that call, Usyk built. We got to call a bar in New Orleans and and say, like, like we got to pick a bar, like, right next to the stadium and ask them if the NFL sent them a subsidy and then Venmo them 50 bucks. That's <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna Can we? Uh, oh man, I wonder. I wonder if let's. let's I'll let's, report let's, back next week. I'm, let's I'm pick. Gonna, let's gonna... pick that bar where uh, Brockmeyer hung out. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that's next to the stadium, but um, it's okay. I'm. I'm gonna call New, New Orleans is the quote unquote home team. I'm gonna call a bar in New Orleans over the weekend and ask them if they were compensated, and if not, I'm just gonna Venmo one of the waitresses like fifty bucks, and. I will report back to everyone next week. The two beers pot effect. We're we're sweeping the nation. Damn you, Roger Goodell. Damn you. Um, all right, moving on to other games this well, week. Oh yeah, guys. Um, the highest over and under this week is oddly enough uh, the Ravens Bills. 
at, at 51. Um, kind of makes sense. Both, I mean, both teams have been a juggernaut. Um, you know, the lowest was where'd that 39 go? Bears, Giants, 39 and a half. Um, Giants are a three point favorite. That makes a ton of sense. Um, uh, what else? What else are you looking forward to this week? We doing our official picks here? Uh, sure. Um, I like. I like Minnesota giving two and a half against the Saints on the road. I just the Saints are two and a, my app shows three. You got two and a half. I got two and a half. Uh, they're a mess. I, I get it. It's over. Like they're not. It's not playing. really on the road. It's in England. I, I get it. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Vikings. Maybe Justin Jefferson shows up because after he talked all that game about uh you know making the Eagles regret not drafting him, he's been uh nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like the Vikings giving two and a half. Um, I like, 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 uh, what was the other one? I saw, I'm sorry. I kind of like, give me, give me the point and a half for the Cardinals. I know they've struggled. They haven't looked good. Uh, the Panthers have looked terrible. Baker, Baker was bad before this year. I was thinking year. about that one. Baker was bad before this year. He looks even worse. Uh, so I would, and as an owner of DJ Moore, it's just painful. I like I like the Cardinals getting a point and a half, and <sighs> Brady owns owns this team, but I kind of like the Chiefs only giving up a point. Very rarely has Mahomes lost two games in a row since being the quarterback there in Kansas City. So I Chiefs one and a half on the road. Look, big question is. With this hurricane, are they are they gonna play Ooh, good, the game good, in Tampa? Like, good question. I I thought I saw Tampa Bay was practicing in Miami, um, and so are they gonna have this home game? Like, where are they gonna play this game? Like, are they gonna? We've seen them do this before, like move games around for weather, and like you know play yeah. at some kind of neutral site. Who knows? I I um. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that shark that's floating in the uh, streets, by the way, is like. A few, just like a mile or two down the road from my father-in-law's house down there in Fort I Myers. Didn't, I, I didn't see that. I'm. I honestly think that it. Any time this happens, every time there's a flood where they show a shark in the streets, it's probably it's probably uh, photoshopped. I think it's pretty real, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but I like that Chiefs pick. Um, just because okay. who knows where they're gonna be playing and like. And the Bucks are they're still banged up. Like I know they're get. I think they're getting Evans back. Um, so so the other ones I'm looking at. Drew, um, the Raiders are minus two and a half favorites versus the Broncos. Uh, I kind of like the Raiders. Um, should we put it? You want to do it? Do we want to risk our seventy-seven percent on either of those dumpster fires? No, but what I do want to do is Colts Titans. The Colts are at home favored minus three and a half. I, I'll take roll, the roll King Henry. No, get, yeah, yeah, King Henry. Give me roll the King Titans. Henry. Yeah, yeah, okay. because. Again, this is – I always say this. It's a league of highs and lows. Like, the Colts show out and win against the Chiefs. You're, they, that's a that's a super high. The next yeah. week, like, good teams can, can and, um, avoid those. Good teams can avoid avoid those highs and lows, but yeah. they aren't a good team. So, I'm going to take no, the No, they Titans are not. Okay. With the, giving them a three and a half. All right. I, I like it. So we're gonna go Vikings. We're gonna go. You like you're you're good with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. So we're gonna roll Vikings. 
We're gonna roll Titans. Titans. Uh, we're gonna write. We're gonna roll Chiefs and Cardinals. Yeah. How do you feel about that one? That's fine. Yeah. Let's roll um, it. All right. So that's you four, know Mac right? Jones is out for the Patriots. You know what they? The, the Packers are ten point favorites. That's a lot still. It is a lot. I I feel like the it depends on the weather. Like if if it's bad weather, Bill Belichick will run the ball fifty times and keep it close. Yeah. Um. If it I'm, if I'm the weather's you. okay, then that ten points will probably Green Bay will probably cover. Is my guess. Yeah. I'm 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 with you on that. All right. So we got four, right? One. Yeah. yeah four games. So. So yeah, ten and ten and three. I'm we're 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 coming out hot out of the gate, man. I'm I'm pumped. Yeah. Seventy seven percent winners. Before we get to, um, well, I guess we could talk about that in the parlay, but um, before we do the pit stop, since we're talking NFL, I want, just wanted to do meme of the week. Um, cracking me up. I, I've, been, I've been quoting it all week. Um, on, I think it was Sunday morning when it was announced that Justin Herbert was going to get the shot to, to play. <laughs> Yeah. Someone had Walter White, you know. Yes, in, yes. Oh, good one. Good one. In, in handcuffs in the back of the, the paddy wagon. Just, <laughs> instead of, Justin! Justin, it's the same doctor who sh- who punctured Tyrod's lung. Don't let him shoot you up. Don't let him stick you with that needle. Justin, Justin. So good. That's great. Oh, man. Oh, I was cracking. That was so good. <laughs> oh, the so same funny. doctor. Not that's the same guy, doctor that shot up Tyrod. Not Tyrod. Yeah, not yeah, Tyrod. Not Tyrod. No, Tyrod was safe. <laughs> that's so good. That was so good. Oh, I love it. What was your one that you were talking about? Meme of the week. I, it, that one had me just dying. It's not even a meme. It's just all these. It's these random um, videos. They're splicing in this Russell Wilson subway. The, so the the most popular one right now is. They're basically replay the scene in the Dark Knight where the Joker crashes the um, campaign fundraiser at the in the the Wayne skyscraper. They're like replacing the Joker with this Russell Wilson thing. It's uh, to the music in the background too, which is pretty hilarious. Oh, so okay. not a meme per se, but like this thing is so. And then then they replaced him in one where it's like a bro website, and it's like. You ever you ever do anything dangerous? And that and the and then the guy goes, yeah, I banged some rapper's girlfriend. And Russ goes, oh. I've, I've been there. <laughs> it's so perfect. It's so perfectly tied. I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. So good stuff though. Good stuff. Nice. All right. I guess that means it's time for everybody's favorite, favorite minute in podcasting. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Ka-chow. Life is a highway. I, I want to podcast all night nah, long. No. What is Steve? Get, get Steve on these things. We need sound bites immediately. Anyway, <laughs> the NASCAR pit stop. Vroom, vroom, vroom. In three, two, one, and go, 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 go. Last week at Texas, second straight week of chaos. These cars are not handling 500-mile races very well, and the tires are just exploding. The announcers at one point were contemplating if the drivers should try to go slower to per- prevent these catastrophes. Insane. <laughs> Sounds like go for prom night. <laughs> Reddick pulls out his third race of the se- uh, third win of the season. He fell out of the playoffs last race, so still great accomplishment by him. 
uh, but he's not going to win a championship. We go minus four on the day, fall to plus 15 on the season. This week is Talladega. Talladega. Uh, bucket list sports destination for yours truly. Two and a half mile super speedway, 500 miles. Anything can and will happen. There's going to be Rex Galore expecting Denny Hamlin to wreck William Byer and his payback for the shenanigans last week. Here we go. We're going with Ryan Blaney, 12 to 1. Kozlowski, 20 to 1. Almirola, 30 to 1. And Michael McDowell, 40 to 1. I doubt that was even, under a minute, but there was some good good. No, it still there. was, even with my shenanigans. <laughs> so, I mean, that was a softball. I wait. You started out. You started out. I forget. I, I forget the line already. These God, this nitro kits, man. As you hit, you hit it with something. I was like, oh, I, I, can I slide a go of prime that in? And then when you said, they went, then when you went with try to prevent this catastrophe, I'm like, oh, it's there. Now it's there. Now, now, now he, now, now he fully basically just was gonna. Now you basically were gonna intentionally walk me to first base. <laughs> had to take it. I had to take it. Oh. I'm telling you, dude, buy your stock now, folks. You're not. You can't. In, in five weeks' time, you're not gonna be able to buy shares. This is it. This is it's the time. It cost you twice as much. This is the time. Today's today's or yesterday's price ain't today's price. <laughs> Uh, all right. Oh, so good. Now it's so time good. for play time for the parlay. Play that sad going away song. I uh, The streak is over. The fucking Mets. The Mets. The Mets Look, it's it's not They spotted so they spotted Jacob they spotted DeGrom, Jacob three, DeGrom runs. three runs. The, the Mets come out in the top of the first and score 3. Against who? The Nationals or whatever the hell it was? The Athletics. The Athletics. And, like, okay, they're up 3 nothing, and then DeGrom gives it all back and the, and the Mets. The Mets lose, like, 10-4. to four. Like, what in the frig are you all doing? Come on. And whatever. Like, if, if, it's, if they would have came out and just straight up lost, I'd have been like, all right, you know what? That's on me. But, like, no, that's not on me. Like, do you realize the odds after the Mets went up 3-0 in the first? Like, the the Astros – or I'm sorry, the Athletics were probably, like, plus 5,000 or something like that. And sure enough, huzzah. Congrats. Shout-out to them. Shout-out to you, Shout-out to them. Um, anyway, so we – that was to go get to 175 bucks, which we could have started doing some real damage after that, but oh well. Um, we would, that, that would have been playoff baseball. And you know – you know who shows up for playoff baseball that we would have been betting every week. Who? Are you serious? Tampa Bay. As Riz oh, Reds Arena. <laughs> they're they're going to be in the playoffs again, right? Oh, yeah. Lowest payroll in baseball, and they're going to be in the playoffs again. Yeah. Why? Oh, Reds Arena. <laughs> every every year we do MLB pre-freeview, it's like, Drew, come on, man. Like, dude, they just they traded their, like, best five pitchers, like, like it, it's they, they come on man they're they're done they're done I'm like World Series mark them down and guess what back in the playoffs um, Drew Drew you realize like they literally are like pitching like high school kids right now in their starting rotation right This is what happens in the peer, the two beers uh, pre shows Yeah Jo just taking dumps on Arenz Arena in Tampa Bay because he's overcompensating for his franchise Um no I'm just you just pick him as the MVP every year. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think he's going to win the MVP. MVP and Cy Young. Don't shortchange me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he should be. He's carrying that team. Every other team's got, like, studs everywhere. It's just him and a bunch of, like, randos that nobody knows. 
All right, so what's the parlay this week? We're back to square one. I did throw a parlay in on boxing that I hit, so we're at like Did you? What'd you, what'd you bet? Yeah, I, I took uh, Shakur? Key, Keyshawn for the stoppage and Shakur for the for the. Did, what the round? Cards. Did you go? Did you pick the round? No, no, no. I ah. so it was, it was See, go for Kyle. They went 2-3. They went I was like, guys, like, ah, it's still like it, – it's early. Let's go 4-5. Like, 4-5 is probably the bet. And it, he stopped him around five, and I tried to do, like, the Ric Flair strut. And as I left my seat to go take a piss, I was like, what What round did he stop him in, guys? Nice. Good, good for you, though, pulling the audible. We didn't even talk about this week in boxing, but that's okay. There's there's nothing this week. Yeah. Um. Let's go football, baby. Let's go. Th- you want to go three skis? Yeah, let's do it. You want to take our or how, you want to go four skis and take all four of our picks? Now let's do three. Um, I like the Chiefs. I I think we go Chiefs. Okay. You don't you don't want to go Chiefs? Uh, I don't care. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Dog dogs with King Henry. Okay. Let's go. I'm looking at college. Oh, you can do a, all right. We'll do two. We'll do two pro in a college. All right, just speak up. Jesus, you wouldn't shut up for forty minutes, and now we're doing the parlay, and you're like, "Fucking being quiet." Let's go. There's so much college that I like. All right, what do you so like? Much. All right, here's here's the here's the answers. You tell me which one. Well, Georgia is twenty eight point favorites versus Missouri. I, I like that. Um, Coastal Carolina is who was our darlings for so long. Um, the Chanticleers. Chanticleers. They're ten and a half points versus Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern might win that game. So I, I kind of the over is sixty three and a half, which I think is dangerous. And Georgia and I kind of like Georgia Southern getting ten and a half. Georgia Southern beat Nebraska this year, which I, I, yeah. Anyway, um, that's fair. Oh my God! Ohio State is forty and a half point favorites versus Rutgers. <laughs> Rutgers, Rutgers. Um, the other game that I like, where'd it go? Uh, the over in the Wake Forest game. Wake Forest plays a does a lot of crazy ass scores. Um, sixty four is the over in Wake Forest and Florida State. Twenty two versus twenty three. I like the over in that game. Um, as well. At sixty four, so. Which one of those three do you like? The over 64 at Wake Forest, Florida State. Probably the my most confident. Um, and then uh, the Chanticleers to not cover the 10.5. And, um, and then Georgia to cover the 28 versus Missouri. Uh, I didn't even listen to half the shit you just said, so you pick one. Oh, good God. <laughs> um, all right, the over in the Florida State. Florida State Wake Forest game sixty four. Let's roll. Let's ride. All right. Do, do you like to do things that are dangerous? <laughs> oh, I totally do. I love dangerous stuff. <laughs> All right, long ass beer one. Let's assume positions. Assume it. Wait, what? Which pro games did we pick? Did you even finalize them? I thought you did. Yeah, I said Chiefs. What's the other pro game? Oh, I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. What do you want to pick? You, I thought you said King Henry. We're going to go King Henry and the Chiefs? I don't know. All right. Definitely not the Bills. They're a bunch of losers, so we're not going to pick the Bills this week. Okay. So, yeah, let's go King Henry and the Chiefs. I like that. All right. All right. Assume positions for the world-famous two-brew salute. Three, 
two, one. Uh, all right. Same as last week. I got the white white stout and the black IPA, the big hoppy black IPA from Lawson's. Love uh, it. What do you got Love for it. your beer too? Uh I'm gonna be paid for this in the morning. I'm gonna go my last nitro. There you go. I got none left. Um, all right, so beer two, a little bit of a free balling. Um, no, what? I Not mean, a free a little, ball. A little bit, right? Nah, it's totally structured. No way. Uh, okay, fine. Um, so this upcoming Sunday is the start of the last eight episodes of The Walking Dead. It's like we so, barely knew ye. Did we? Because it feels a lot like we did know ye. Um, look. We're not. Ah, the dead. Such a good show, but so far away from being an excellent show. Ha, sigh. Um, so we're not let's we're not gonna go super in depth on everything, but we're gonna give our hopes and dreams for how they close this out. Man, this this whole last season has been just such nonsense. I just this is probably the last time we're gonna talk Walking Dead for years on this podcast because like the Rick and Michonne thing, like God only knows when that'll come out. Um. Yeah, so the, let's start there. What what is what is to come on spinoffs? So they, I mean, so they, I, I'm assuming they've scrapped the Rick. Grimes. I I don't really watch Talking Dead anymore because nah, they're either. pointless. They're pointless now because nobody yeah. dies, so there's no that we're talking about anymore. Um, I think they've scrapped the Rick Grimes movies, like to actually be theatrical movies, and I think it's going to be like something they're going to put on AMC Plus to try to bump up subscriptions. Uh, it's going to be Rick and Mich- a Rick and Michonne like six episode spinoff. Oh, is that you projecting, or you, or they said it's? Gonna I, be six I I don't episodes. think it's like going to be like a seven season. I think it's going to be like a few episodes. I think it's going to be like a mini a mini series of Rick and Michonne. So like to me, a mini series is six to eight episodes. Like Dope Sick was it was a mini series. It was eight episodes. Right. Like I, that that's when I hear mini series. That's what I think. Okay. So that's so, they, they already called it a mini series. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that's one. Uh, Negan and Maggie, I think, is going to be a separate show. So I don't think that's limited to. I don't think that is a limited series. I think that like could. I think they'll kind of be. It'll be like High School Musical where they'll feel it out. Maybe it'll go two. Maybe it'll go five. Yeah. It depends what they come up with. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a Daryl standalone spinoff, which was supposed to be Daryl and Carol, um, but my silver, my silver-haired fox, Melissa McBride, um, I think she bowed out just because she's just been doing Walking Dead so long, and she's a little yeah. bit older, so yeah. I think they, she just they went... wanted her to go to France, and she's like, no, yeah. I don't want to go to Europe for five yeah. years or whatever, and they're like, please, and she's like, no. Like, this is supposed to be like Daryl and Carol in the woods, not like in yeah, France weird. fighting, sprinting zombies. And they're like, but please? And she's like, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, so she no, originally no, signed on. I think when she signed on, she didn't know like that was the intent. 
Right. Yeah. Exactly. She's like, no, I don't want to go to France for yeah. however much however much time. And uh, Norman Reedus is going to because I guess when you're 50 and grow out grungy long hair and just become a biker, you just that's just what you do. But um, yeah. Okay. So so we got those three potential spinoffs. So we have to end up there some in some way at the end of the season, right? At those three destinations. Um, and Rick and Michonne <laughs> are going to be in the same show? Uh, yeah. You would think you'd have to get there, but come on. It's The Walking Dead. Like, <laughs> come on, dude. Come on. They don't are you have kidding to, me? Yeah. They don't have to follow, like, actual storytelling. Um, yeah. So, that being said, um, the hopes and dreams for this these final eight, like, <sighs> this whole, like, community, like, Look, what should have happened is they should have made some kind of connection between the CRM and um, what's the name of the other one? Um, the CRM and the community or oh, the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth. They should have made some connection between the two, whether they end up being adversaries or part of the same larger umbrella group. They should have drawn those, like, we should have known that by now. And they should have let in that, like, hey, Rick Grimes is at one of their complexes. And so our, gr- our group should know, should have already known that Rick Grimes is at one of their complexes. And, like, that's their new angle for these final eight is to somehow infiltrate, gain the trust of this larger umbrella group, get to that complex where Rick is and figure things out from there. That's what should be happening. As it is, like, the the group that they developed in Fear the Walking Dead is, like, not even discussed in this other group that's in The Walking Dead. Like, so now it's, like, this community that I guess they're on the run from. Okay, whatever. They've, token, they've taken over the three locations. Yeah, I, I... Okay, sure. Like... Yeah, I... I think we can agree. Like, we just don't want – no more – like, we have eight episodes left. Can we just go balls to the wall? Like, let's not worry about, like, you know, making sure the 16th, like, main character is safe and, like, leaving us on a cliffhanger. Like, let's just let, – let's have, like, a strong plot. Let's culminate the series. Like, like, like remember when – This T- was – Remember when T-Dog died in episode three of season three? Just just because. Just because. Just because like, it was a Sunday. You know you know why? Because it was a freaking zombie apocalypse and anybody yeah. could die at any moment. Like, that's what ne- – we need to get back to that in this final eight episodes. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, just, like, let's – like, I, I, I don't even – outside of Car- – I don't even care – I don't even care if Daryl dies. Like, outside of Carol – that's all I care about, not dying, because it's my baby. But, like, and even if you're going to let everyone live, like, just get there. Like, plot point, like, just no yeah, filler. Yeah, move the plot. Like, th- this plot has... I don't need a... Ro- I, don't, I, don't, I don't need the romantic love story between Alpha's uh, weird daughter and Maggie's friend that was wearing the mask. Like, they were already setting that up in, like, the, the middle eight. I don't need that. I, I, I don't care show show a two minute show a two minute flashback of those guys getting it on in the back of like uh what's his face um jesus who was the guy from season one with the humanity oh uh the uh uh 
uh, Dale, just Dale, show show, Dale's, show those uh, two. RV. Just show those two knocking boots boots in Dale's camper, and then be done with it. I don't I don't need I don't need a sixty minute like sol- soliloquy on these two and their relationship that will never that I'll never have to character see again. Character fourteen and character twenty seven fall. Yeah, love. I like, don't care. Don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Like, just get to the point. Because ultimately, the only thing that would completely satisfy me, because they got to leave things open to set up these other shows, again, would just be something with, like, Rick Grimes and um, Morgan Jones on just sitting there watching the sunrise on a porch. Like, that would be... That would be the ultimate ending, but they, they can't even go there based on where these other shows are. Yeah, and, I mean, it was rumored that Rick Grimes was on set filming, so... I do expect Rick Grimes to be in these final do you, eight. I say, do you think he'll be in them? Or do I do. I do. Flashbacks. I do think he will be. Or hallucinations. Do you think like, I do, one, like one of the main characters gets bit and they start having Rick Grimes hallucinations? I think you will see actual Rick Grimes and Michonne in the series cool. fin, in series finale. I believe the miniseries will be the in-between from when we last saw them to the series finale. That is what I think. That is what I hope. The ultimate badass finale would be if all the worlds collide. Like, Avengers Endgame, where, like, the portals open, yeah. and it's, like, everybody, like, if you saw characters That would from... be the, the best way to do it, but I don't even know how they could get there in eight episodes at this point. Well, I'm just saying, like, even if it's, like, a big war, and somehow, like... This the episode before the series finale, like somehow the high school musical crew stumbles upon our gang, and then like I, I don't know I have no maybe Doctor Strange shows up I I, I can't <laughs> I don't know the mechanics maybe maybe the atom bomb ripped open the space time continuum from fear and they can just get through there maybe that's the whole purpose of Fear of the Walking Dead to solve the space time continuum um, kerfluffle. Maybe that's what it was. That would be the best. And then you'd have everybody there. Like, like season, the the comics... You're never going to go back and read the comics, right? No. So, spoiler alert. Uh, in the, they suddenly ended the comics out of nowhere. Um, the second to last comic, Rick, got, Rick Grimes is shot dead by that weirdo... The son who was, like, screwing with Daryl and Rosita. The son of, like, the, the woman who runs the Commonwealth. Uh, After, like, Rick and our company take over the Commonwealth, and her son shoots and kills Rick. So Rick Rick turns into a zombie, and Carl has to kill him. Uh, so that's that's the second to last. And then the last episode, just the last comic, wraps everything up, and it's just Carl, like, ten years into the future. And he's just, like, like the world is now, like, somewhat normal. Like, there's still walkers, but they're more scarce. And it's just, like, normal. Like... You know, you're living your thing, and if you see a rando walking around, unless it's like threatening, you just kind of let it be. Like huh. that's kind of that's kind of how I think that it's kind of how the comic ended, and it's just Carl with a family. Okay. So that's why it was kind of it was shocking when they killed off Carl because it was like, well, shit, that's kind of like the whole that's what the com- like the whole comic was about life after and Carl growing up. So. Yeah. Uh, that's why that's why I come back to like okay like well Rick's still alive so like why, like let's have Rick Rick and Morgan on the porch and maybe Judith as a grown woman with a family or something like and and like Rick with uh, some grandbabies um, 
and they didn't throw Negan to help. Put the two of them, and then and then they're sitting there, and then like Negan's in the background going, "Little All pigs, right, spaghetti's ready." Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. Spaghetti's ready, and then and then uh, you have Rick and Morgan just look at look at each other like, "Ah, this motherfucker." <laughs> and then they, they just go to the family table and just have spaghetti with like Judas kids. You thought you oh, and then in the background you just hear you just hear the flashback from. Uh, from that that the introduction of Negan, you thought you were gonna have Sunday dinners. Well, I mean, it would be a callback to that. That that's my whole point is, uh, you know, it, they'd be like, "All right, spaghetti," and then you know, it's like they just sit down to a table of like Judith's family, and somehow if Negan and Maggie. No, I, I can't even go there. If they have their thing, no, can't even go there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that would be the ultimate. Is if oh, Morgan yeah. Morgan and Rick just like live out their days as like. Old, old wise grandpaps and and Negan's cooking spaghetti for like Judith's family and them and and that it's like you know fading to the sunset, but that's not gonna happen. No, yeah, in reality they're gonna have a bunch of side story. Like they're gonna focus on Eugene and that like weirdo that he like had a fake relationship with, and they're gonna like princess and that weird relationship with my man Mercer. It's the only thing that actually has me excited from the trailers is like Negan and Mercer having some showdowns, which is pretty badass. Because I I do love Mercer. I don't know why, just that actor. Like, uh, and they they left off where there was that show that showdown in that uh, building when someone stole all the goons, like like Peaky Blinders. Yeah, like Negan was in there with his like new like knocked up like concubine and. Um, oh yeah, the new knocked up concubine. How and now it's it? like Negan and Maggie trying to trust each other and. That's when they had that scene by some. They were oh, they were burying Alden the, again. The thirteenth, the thirteenth main character who like we couldn't just couldn't just kill him in the first eight. We had to leave it leave it out there that maybe he survived and wrap it up in episode sixteen. Um, and then the they were burying him, and that's where Inspector from Peaky's gonna come out and be like, "Where's the goon, <laughs> Shelby?" Yeah, but that was fun. Where like Negan's like because uh, we always bring this point up, like dude, like Negan's like. Hey, like you guys, like you realize you killed all those people in the compound, some of which had families, like Gracie's parents, right? Like, like, I, well, like, yeah. Did I need to kill Glenn? No, but I was sending a message that that shit's not going to stand. Like, you don't forget, like, you guys killed an entire building of our people just to make a statement. Like, I always, because people when we talk about, yeah, like Negan was bad, but yeah, like that's that's what he was doing. Like, they attacked his people first because they, because the savers might have attacked them. But yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how the first. I, we'll know from the first episode whether or not this is going to end well or not. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah. The pa- honestly, the pace of the episode will be yeah. the biggest thing. The pace of how, how the plot moves. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, what wouldn't mind like an eight-year time jump somewhere in here? Like just eight-year like, time jump. Just get it moving, dude. Like come on. Anyway, um, do we want to say anything else about The Walking Dead? No, I think that's it. I, you know, so I, I remember, I still remember, I started watching live episode or season three back half. So I guess three nine. Okay. After you, you got on me for like a year to watch the show because you're you were always the zombie fan, uh, and then like two of my other buddies, my buddy KL and somebody else were like, "Bro, you don't watch The Walking Dead? Dude, the show is awesome." And so then I binged it in typical Drew fashion in like a day and a half, and was like, mm. "Wow, this is like legit." Um, and so, 
you know, again, it was the most watched show on television. It still may be the most watched show on television. It's just dropped dramatically. I think, no, remember Yellowstone just beat it last year. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Yellowstone just topped it. Um, I, I, lo- I love when, when, like, when Twitter handles of non-real people, like, like troll each other. That was so good. Um, yeah, so it's still, it's, I mean, it's still a really popular show and has a strong fan base. So hopefully, hopefully they just do it justice and they, they end it, um, in a really good way. Yeah. Um, which leads us to, um, just the final topic of this episode, uh, we decided to, you know what, we, we don't have a lot of confidence this is going to end well. Hopefully it does. But other shows where the ending maybe was botched or not so great and what we would have done differently, I think you have several of these. I, I have a handful. <laughs> um, well, I have some that we can talk about together, not just me. But Yeah. So maybe maybe I'll start with my list because I'm sure there's some, some uh, crossover. But my number one. And if you watch this show, I know you're with me. Lost. Capital L, capital O, capital S, Dumb. capital T. Whatever the noise was when they ended every episode that just wanted you watching more. Ugh. Like, that whole last season was like... Last season? Yes. Last because... three seasons? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, they were just building up where there was all these possibilities. Oh, is it the sun god of in Egypt? Oh, is it... The... There was... Never before and never since has there been uh, just a, an online whole community theorizing what this possibly could mean and possibly could be. And then they just refuse to give any meaning to all the little Easter eggs they put in there throughout the whole damn thing. The books they were reading, the songs they were listening to, the Valenzetti equation, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Yes, I still remember it. Why on earth was any of this relevant? I don't know. But they they should have, and I don't even care, pick one. Pick any of those theories that anybody had in any of those message boards and make it that. Instead, they they all get to the end and they all, I guess, are dead. And they are in that church with all of the religious religions from around the world in that stained glass window. <laughs> and uh, see, it was ridiculous. And then they just like smile at each other and then there's a bright light and then it's over. And it's just like, go to hell. Like, this is stupid. <laughs> so like, I was thinking about this. If I were to redo this, first of all, I would have, it went eight seasons, right? Or was it seven? I don't, I don't even remember. I would have definitely chopped off a season. And instead of going so far into the supernatural aspect of the island i would have kept it more focused on all right the island has some weird type of power around it from the hatch like the radiate whatever it is the radiate whatever whatever's going on there i would have stayed more focused on penny's father what was what was their last name do you remember i don't remember so her dad that was like the the numbers correctly by the way four eight fifteen sixteen twenty three forty two I was worked up there. Anyway, continue. You might have been. Um, I would have kept it more focused on like, like the corruption of trying to control the power of the island, like with that guy as like the main antagonist, and like I would have delved more into like what what you could use the power of the island to do. Like I would have kept it more there than it being this weird supernatural thing that like 
all these passengers were handpicked by Jacob and all this stuff. Like, I, I don't know how you eventually work, like, the background of the smoke monster in there, but they never really fucking solved the smoke monster anyway, no. so what's the difference? So I, I think if they would have, again, forget, scrap the time travel crap and, and too much supernatural, I think they could have found a way to wrap up that series to be more interesting with, like, this guy wants to power the island to, like, just continue to build his multinational conglomerate. Like, almost like um, Inception. I would have kept it more like Inception, like an Inception-themed kind of thing than where they ended up going with it. Does that make sense? No. Like, I think that would have I think that would have been a better... That would have made it better. Um, all I know is, like, I, I always go back to that scene where Saeed, like, murdered somebody on the golf course like in whatever that time jump was and I'm just like what are we doing like what what is this like doesn't even make sense um but uh, sure I don't care whatever like anything drew anything so um I don't have anything else to say on lost you done there okay um and just some other ones that ended recently just throwing these out there peaky blinders I didn't actually think it was that bad of an ending. I thought it was pretty good. It's, if we weren't getting a movie, I, w- I would have been livid that they ended it where it, where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's okay that since we're getting a movie. Um, th- but I will say the final season, I thought, kind of like was... There wasn't a sense of finality to it. Um, well, yeah, because yeah, I got the movie. Yeah, so... Um, I, I thought overall was pretty good, but the first half was a little bit slower. And then the back half is where I thought they brought it in, like brought it back to like up to the standard of a regular Peaky Blinders season. Yeah. The only, not, not a lot of nitpicks there, but, um, yeah, the only thing I would have changed and movie or not, it just still, and we talked about it when we, when we did half of our deep dive on the Peaky, we didn't do our our final episode or season six deep dive, but where Tommy like spoiler alert, obviously anybody, anyway, by the way, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen any of these shows we're talking about, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, where Tommy tells the doctor who was in on it that, you know, that his fake, his fake, like, you know, death, um, ailment. What did they say? Yeah. Tuber- like a different form of tuberculosis, tuberculitis that, or something that, like that. he was going to die from. Um, letting the doctor know that he figured it out and then letting him live where he, you know, obviously was yeah. going to go where he was going to go tell the fact, I forget the fascist name right now. Cause these are, these are 9%, Mo- Mosley. 8.6. Yeah. Mosley. Like, I don't know where, like to what advantage does that give you? Which isn't yeah. and like, he's all about having advantage. So it was that I just, that didn't make sense. Like I get, I get the thing about you want to show that he's changed. He's kind of, come over he's changed his colors a little bit with just killing people just to kill them right like you know crossing that line how how many fucking sons have you killed um kind of thing but in that situation like all right cool you're not gonna kill that guy but uh, why would you go and tell him hey i figured out your scheme to make me think i'm dying so i kill myself but yeah other than that i i thought it stuck the landing on all fronts yeah yeah agreed um, speaking of another one that stuck the landing, Last Kingdom. Do it. Uchid, fight me, Uchid! Really no critiques. I, None. The, the last season was, was, was up to the stand. I don't know that I would put it, 
it up with some of the other ones, but it was up to the standard. It's gonna bleed nicely it, but it ended, into the movies. Yeah, um, but I, I just I thought it ended like him him getting the rain to put out the fires to save Beb and Burr was And even so even even that pain in the ass wife of Alfred who in real life, Jesus roll tide, my god. Whoa, roll tide. Why Whoa. why you keep date why you're dating this guy who only wears a Kevin Durant jersey every day? Uh I don't understand. By all means come come call me up. You're worth the alimony, sweetie. Um <laughs> Bro, like, it even have that little line, like, oh, well, I think I'll have to stay here, and I'll I'll need an ocean view. <laughs> and Uchi just being like, wait, what happened? Like, a- a- everything they did to end that, I thought was, I think, again, perfect. Like, Yeah, no I, no critiques. Couldn't cha- I That I literally couldn't change a thing on. The, the only thing was the whole, like, them getting pushed over the... the uh, yeah, but that's not the end. That's just a flaw in the battle. Yeah, exactly. Um, the only other one I wanted to bring up, this is gonna be a sore subject for some. Oh, I got tons. God, we're gonna we're gonna roll. Star Wars. Yes, I had that on my list. Episode seven through nine. What and would I'm you on. do? Come on, this was gonna be my funsy one for you. I'll start in episode eight when they killed off Snoke. Still, just annoys the hell out of me. Yeah, definitely um, expands Snoke's role here. Because like, it was like they just and again they 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 kept changing directors so like they took it in different directions but like they just ended that whole plot line which was the whole point of building up seven correct so like that was so bad and which then after they kill off that whole plot line like in retrospect you didn't even need to kill off uh han solo like if you're gonna go the Snoke route and the Snoke and and making Kylo like like overthrow Snoke, blah blah uh, blah, Kylo, like, little Kylo bed, <laughs> it, then then it kind of like you know carries more weight to go ahead yeah. and kill Han Solo. But like once you abandon that plot line, like the death of Han Solo feels like not necessary. Like I, I that so that's kind of annoying. And then nine, like. You know, you make Ray into a Palpatine, and then you make Palpatine into all these clones. Like, that's just dumb. Like, it's just not good. Like, you 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 made seven through nine about the original characters, which is fine if that's gonna be the theme of all seven, eight, and nine. Not just like thrown it there at the end of nine. And so, uh, it, the whole thing was botched. And like, quite frankly. I would not even hold it against them if they were like, and they can't do this because the actors poured their heart and souls into it. Yeah. But if they just go, look, these aren't canon anymore. We're, we're redoing seven, eight, nine. I I wouldn't even care. But like they they can't do that. But maybe they should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only thing that I really had was like. <laughs> one, they should have killed off Leia in. Eight. Um, obviously, Carrie Fisher passed away. Like they had a perfect opportunity when um, Kylo Ren uh, lets that ship get blown up that she's on, and like you could have just had her die there. Like then to have her come back. Like I understand originally you had her coming back with these weird force powers she never showed to get back on the ship, but like that was where kind of like with Peaky, where they had I'm pretty sure they had some scenes filmed with Polly and Polly. Um, but they just said, you know what? We're just gonna have we're gonna wrap her death into 
um, the IRA assassinations at the end of season five, and we're just going to go from there. I, that's I would have gone that route. It would have made more sense, and it would have it would have built up the Kylo Ren character more. And yeah, like I like to me to have Snoke be a completely irrelevant character. Like, what was the point? Yeah. Um, and also, like the the Knights of Ren, who lasted all of like three minutes in Episode Nine, they were supposed to be these bad this badass group that killed the entire New Order of the Jedi and got their ass whooped by like Finn and and Ray in like <laughs> a second. Okay. <laughs> we got nine hours to play with here, people. We can't get more creative. Nope. So that's all I got for those. Um, what? What? I know you got a bunch. What do you got? Um. All right. Sopranos. The Sopranos. A series that I did not watch, so I'll let you run with. So listen, probably the best TV show of all time. I don't know if it's debatable. I guess people could debate it, but they'd be wrong. Um, the only—I mean, obviously, the biggest critique of that is the ending. It fades to black. Tony's Tony's and his family are in a diner. His daughter—they build this huge, huge, stressful scene up with like random people walking in this diner, left and right. His daughter is like trying to parallel park. Um, and then she finally gets gets to come to the diner. The door opens, the bell rings, and he looks up, and boom, fade to black. So everybody in America, 50 million people watching, they all think their power went out because <laughs> it faded to black. Like, oh, my God, what happened? Um, that's the only thing I would change. Like, the Soprano, like, the whole point, like, of that was to basically show, like, they didn't want to they didn't want to definitively kill him or not kill him. It was just supposed to show, be a metaphor for, like, his like he was already dead. Like every minute of the day, he has to live in fear that like somebody in this in any situation is in a room to kill him and like his life or or get arrested. You know what I mean? But like, listen, Tony got shot like seven times in the six in the six seasons. They killed thousands of people, not thousands, but they killed hundreds of people in The Sopranos. I don't. I I get the. I already under. I already understood that going into it. Like I get it. It's 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 the mob life. Um. I just felt like that was, um, I, I, yeah, I, I just didn't think that was necessary for that kind of ending. I didn't need some, like, again, some, some like, you know. It didn't add, add to the. Yeah, like, I didn't, I didn't need that. Like, I, I, you didn't, that wasn't the show where I needed to leave it on the viewer to decide what happened to Tony. Like, I just, I just, you know, I just didn't. Again, like, we understand it. Like, it's the mob. We've seen so many movies. These guys, like, you know, they're like NFL players. Like, their shelf life is 3.4 years. We get it. Huh. Um, so that that is how I would have redone that. Breaking Bad. Uh, arguably a top five TV show. I don't know where it falls in the top five. I think for me, it's, it's probably number three. Okay. All time for me. What did you think about the ending? Um... The whole fifth season, and again, they kind of wrapped it up in season four because of the writer's strike, and they weren't sure if they were going to come back. So they made it all made sense by the end of four. And then five, they left the door open to tell more story, which they chose to do, which is fine. Um, but then kind of like to your point, you've always said, like, you know, he, he – they take down the whole cartel, but like these skinheads and like new age Nazis 
uh, Uncle Jack and the Hee Haw Gang kind of take down Walter White, which is just, at that point, a little bit. Which, I guess, it's not terrible that to say that, like, hey, like, you're in this, li- again, to your prior point with Sopranos, like, you're in this life, like, you can get got just because, like, at any random point. But the way it went down, it was just kind of like, okay, this is a little bit silly, like, that they would happen this way. Yeah, for me, you know, I'm Team Walter White. Obviously, um, I would have. I, I, th- I think it ended well. I'm, I'm good with the ending. I think the series went well. I definitely would have killed Jesse because I hate Jesse. Very pro Jesse, or very sorry, very anti Jesse. I don't understand all these people that feel sorry for him and want to cry for Jesse. Kill that fucking guy. Guy caused so much trouble by just not listening. Nobody listens to me. Huh. He, he would. Tommy. Tommy Shelley would have put a bullet in that guy's head real quick. Um, I kind. I think I would have had Walter get his. Uh, get his money. Yeah. Let me think about this. So I would have had Walter get his money. Do the thing with the compound. Uh, I would have had, I would have teased Jack to show where the 70 million was that they had. I still would have put a bullet in his brain <laughs> like he did. Um, and then I would, have I would have had, well, I would have found a way to, I would have done the scene with Elliot and Gretchen, like that they were going to donate the money to his fam to his kids, like secretly. I would have done that at the end of the episode, so his kids get all that money as part of a donation. Yeah, and then Walter turns himself in, and like that scene where Saul is in the, um, where Saul is in, uh, they're in like the the disappearer's basement, and he goes, "Turn yourself in. You're leaving them high and dry. Like you'll be the John, the, the JJ, or the John Dillinger of the MCU, or the whatever it was." Yeah, it would have been cool if that's where it was, and they he did that. So like. Maybe a little redemption because he doesn't leave his family high and dry, but also like I want the like I people are gonna know what I did and what I accomplished. And then the best ending, you, they could have been a little cornballish with it, like with Saul, and he could have walked into prison, and everybody could have somebody like you know random prisoners could have been like, "It's you, you're Heisenberg," and then it just ends with him with this a close up of him going, "You're goddamn right." Yeah, that that would have been better. I agree. Good call on that. That, that would have been a really good ending. Um, all right, what other shows? Uh, Better Call Saul. We just talked okay. about it. We've done tons of deep dives. Would you have changed anything on the ending? Now that we've had about a month here to kind of decompress from it? Uh, no, I think I, I was fine with the way they wrapped it up. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that would have been better. I think I agree. I think it uh I think it stuck the landing. I I don't think I can't remember what I talked about in in our wrap up. But like I said like a month a-, a month later maybe I maybe I don't, you know, completely give up my deal and go 86 years deep, but um yeah, like I think like for where they were going with it, like it, yeah, I think it works. It would have been pretty insane for him to literally sell Kim out. <laughs> For that, for that, and then you just see the final scene of him eating that goddamn bluebell mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah, yeah, that would um, be wild. Yeah. What else, what else you got? 
what else do I have? I had lost, so we talked about it. Uh, the Wire. So I know you didn't watch The Wire. Um, pro- number two show on my list of all time. When a season too long. Uh, they had this weird storyline in the last season with cops fabricating evidence to open up a case again so they could try to tie it to this um, drug this drug kingpin. It just got weird, and the best character I'm sure you I'm sure you know who Omar is at least right from the memes and the gifs. I'm sure you said Omar coming right. Yeah. Um, spoil. You're never gonna watch The Wire, so spoiler alert. Uh, Omar does die. Uh, he's like the most badass character, and there's a there's a scene where he just he just he gets too he gets too emotional because um, they killed and tortured one of his mentors. So he he goes into a situation he normally wouldn't have, and instead of killing him there, they have him jump out of like a 16 story building like Spider Man, and he doesn't die. <laughs> um, and then randomly, like just like a th- uh, a six year old kid in a convenience store shoots him. So th- that was pretty stupid. Like I I don't know I I I get it. It was more of like our buddy Puma Lou Cardigan Lou. Uh, he thought it was like the perfect way for him to go, but like I just I thought that was bad, and I would have redone. I, I would have had the season maybe end with him going out on his shields, so to speak. Okay. Uh, what else do I have? Um, Game of Thrones, which you have not watched. Nope. Uh, you watched an episode and a half of House of Dragons. Yeah. And that was about it. Thrones, like, I mean, there's only so much you can do when you're kind of basing things off a book. But uh, the final season has been heavily criticized for being just the shits. Literally the shits. Um, they went way too fast with it. I don't know why they thought they could only do six or seven episodes. Uh, yeah, they should have done a Breaking Bad eight and eight, like done one more season, but actually broke it up over 16 and actually developed some of these storylines. Like the whole purpose of like this entire universe is like this war that's coming with these like icicle zombies, which you would dig by the way, the white walkers and the culmination of that battle uh, is 30 minutes and not even good. <laughs> and it's in like episode four of like the final season. Uh, it, it, I don't, I just, I don't know what HBO was doing. Like maybe they ran out of money. They were like banking on that HBO max, uh, subscription cash coming in two years. But I, that I, you can end it with like the same people dying and all these things, but eight, seven episodes just did not do it justice. They should have done. They would, I would have just changed the amount we had. So we could have got some closure. Um, Entourage, which you also didn't watch, which is shameful. Um, I never they, had HBO. I, like half of the like, I never had HBO. So. But you had you've, you've had HBO for like three years now. The the subscription, the app, right? Get uh, on that, bro. Maybe like two years, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, th- like the last, it went that also because of the way they changed it. Like after the first six seasons are great, the last two not so much. Like once the the, the show they started, they started to move away from like the agent Ari Gold who's played by Jeremy Piven, like just being this like obnoxious, like jerk off, like, you know, like high powered agent and made him like vulnerable and stuff. And Vinny chase, who's like the main character, the celebrity that just, he's good looking and 
you know, makes movies and sleeps with hot women. Uh, they tried to show off his like acting Adrian Grenier's acting range by making him like giving him a drug addiction and falling in love with somebody. Like I'm not watching 30 minutes of that show for that nonsense. I'm literally watching the 30 minutes of that show for Ari Gold to tell everyone to f off <laughs> and Vinny Chase to make movies and sleep with hot women. So they shouldn't have changed the script of that. So that's how I would have ended that one. Uh, those are my TV shows. Oh no, sorry, Big Bang Theory. So it's hard to change comedies. And I think, I think they did a good job with Sheldon winning winning uh, the, the Nobel Prize. Yeah, the one thing I would have changed though that I think would have just been perfect, instead of him w- winning it for a co-author with his wife Amy Farrah Fowler, they should have found a way to have to involve Wallowitz and engineering, because that's all he did for like ten seasons was that put down. Been funny. Yeah, to like put down wallets and engineer. If they would have found a way to work that in, I, that would have been just pretty hilarious. That he's got to be up there on stage, thanking like engineers and stuff. Uh, that would have been funny. Yeah. yeah, I I again, it's hard to redo comedies per se, but like if yeah, I could have show changed dynamic, it's like they they had to make a choice of like, yeah, like it, to develop the characters and like allow them to grow with relationships. Or just keep the status quo of like, like um, Raj can't talk to women, blah blah blah. You know, go down the line, and they chose to just evolve the characters and naturally evolve the plot, and it worked. I mean, I thought I was fine with it. I thought I thought it all worked, but it was, it was definitely time to wrap it up. And I think they, I, if they would have went one more season, it would have been overcooked. I thought they wrapped yeah. it up just in time. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and the only other movie I had, we kind of joked about it already, but like Lord of the Rings, uh, probably the greatest trilogy ever. I don't know if that's debatable. Is that debatable? I'm probably with you. I don't. I mean, well, the original Star Wars. I don't. I guess it depends on Stop. how you, you want to go with it. Um, but probably Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I think the little teddy bears uh, throw that argument out the window. Mm, okay. Uh. Anything you would change how that ended? Again, you're you know you're you're basing it on the book, so you have All to. All I've ha- ever said is that they basically had like four endings to the third movie. <laughs> and very you're true. Just, you're like ah, good ending. Oh oh nope nope oh, we're going back to the uh, this part. Ah, good end. Nope nope not not the end. My friends, you bow to no one. Yeah. Um. But I mean that's just more of a nitpick. Uh, like they could have done it with a slightly different cadence to make it not feel like there was four endings um, that spanned over like thirty-seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, other than that, it was. I mean, that's a nitpick. I'd say. Right. Yeah. Agreed. That is all that I have. Love it. Rewrite a script. Uh, interesting to see do. if anybody else has any other suggestions. You know, message us on Twitter. Text us. Uh, whatever, whatever you got, uh, if you got any others, visit, but. visit, visit J.O. at home. He's at 1672 Bethel park, Pennsylvania. Pretty close. Um, all right. Any, anything else true? Uh, no, just like I said, buy stock now. now. Got dumb. We're, I feel like we brought it tonight. Fine. Uh, we're bringing, we're bringing it next week. Uh, yeah, we got. Dude, we got two years coming up here of bullshitting on the internet. Uh, to the send it to the internet. 
<laughs> it's basically what we said with this thing. Um, <laughs> put one of those hash browns on it. So yeah, two years. Uh, the like I said, the two for one NBA specials coming up, which will be great. Uh, we got quarter two of the NFL season. Yeah. Go for two coming up, and uh, yeah, we may have another. Uh, we we may have another uh, boxing uh, extravaganza together here in the next uh, three weeks. So lots of. Uh, Lots of fun stuff planned here. I'm I'm excited. Again, buy stock now because yesterday's price ain't going to be today's price. On that note, Drew, as always, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd Get you that second round Go on and throw it out Talking about anything that makes you get loud <laughs>